0: This week on the Bamcast, somehow we'll fuck it up. We always fuck it up. What? all, we're mad.
1: All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast, <laughs> Good job. One hundred one hours. <laughs> episode 357. Yeah! <laughs> a-, a harmonious episode. Yes. Bang, bang. Uh, so I'm Harlow. <laughs> I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the BAFcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. Mm-hmm. Then we rate them. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks. Listen, robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot Oh, no. All right, <laughs> robot Jokes. However, there are bad bad movies. As in, the stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, as in douchebags, after Twilight.
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> Gross. Um, so 2017 is here. <laughs> Hooray! Yay! 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 And uh, guess who's back? Shady? No. Albert Kuhn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh that's, that's, that's <laughs> no. He's a least. I mean, that oh. might be a little shady. <laughs> Sometimes why he makes movies. Um, okay. Yeah, we're doing on 1991's Dolman. Dolman!
3: Yeah. From,
0: from the full moon people. Yeah, this was an audible.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah we had to switch it up because we yeah. weren't going to like the other one.
0: Audible.com slash VMS. Yeah. <laughs> no. Brought to you
3: by. No.
1: no. Yeah. No.
3: But, but okay, at last, minute last
4: minute switch up. Yeah. Sorry, patrons.
1: Called in an audible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but let's get a plot summary for Doll Man, and we'll talk more about it. All right. A hard-boiled intergalactic policeman lands on Earth where he is only 12 inches tall. Or 13, as they keep saying in the movie. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. That's it. That's all I wanted to read. That's all. Really. I mean, really, that sums <laughs> yeah. up the whole damn movie, basically.
2: Well, uh, yeah, sure. I mean,
1: we could just take you know, <coughs> just rate it and go home.
4: Oh sure. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I am home. Chuck, what was the alternate title that you found of this?
3: Microcop.
4: Micro cop. Micro cop. God, I'd watch micro
3: cop. Micro cop. Oh, we did. And yeah, in
1: nineteen ninety one they could have probably still got the micro machines guy just yeah. to show up for and no reason.
4: Micro cop.
3: Could have done a Robocop parody trailer.
4: Well the thing is, like the way this movie starts off, you're almost better off not knowing a plot synopsis. Yeah. Because True. it starts off on an alien planet, I didn't Arturos, know. I, all I these
1: years called. of seeing this in the video yeah. store, I never knew well, yeah. that's what this movie was about. I yeah. honestly well, thought, I mean, like, he controlled like
4: dolls to like yeah. or, fight things, or he was like a cop, <laughs> and his name was Frank Dahlman or something. You <laughs> <Sure. know? laughs> yeah, no but, idea. But you know, or like micro cop. But you, you don't know that. Okay, he's going to end up on Earth, and he's going to be thirteen inches tall. Yeah, right? no. But yeah, no.
3: But that's exactly like, what happens. That's... Yeah. Although the first. I don't know, 15 minutes, aside from seven minutes of credits, is on an alien planet. Where seven minutes? Is, is that it, all?
4: It felt longer there than There are that. a lot of credits yeah. in a 79-minute movie. Yes.
3: Uh, but no, it starts out on on their native planet of Arturo? Arturo's. Uh, Arturo's. Arduino. Yeah. And uh, it looks like shitty future world, mm-hmm. I guess. There's a matte painting that looks cool. And they shine some flashlights on it and make yeah. it look like cars going by. Yeah, I like it. Mm. <laughs> and make little mm-hmm. sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we're just sort of led to a laundromat because we're watching a guy who's being chased by a light. Carrot top. Yes. <laughs> a man mm-hmm. in a bad carrot top wig is being chased by what's supposed to be a helicopter searchlight kind mm-hmm. of thing. But it's just
1: they're shining a light on that guy. Yeah, shitty video. Like, yeah. You yeah. Know, CCTV video. video. Yeah, for no reason. I mean, he's just, he's terrible at running away. He's, like, just basically standing.
4: Well, (laughs) he goes from pillar to pillar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And because it's Albert Pune, we see this filmed about seven different ways, even though it's the same action. Yeah. So that it lasts about three or four minutes before Mm -hmm. he finally gets into the laundromat. Mm Mm-hmm and there's a whole bunch of people in there who just kind of stand there staring at him. You mean a whole bunch of fat people? A whole bunch of fat people. Yeah, they, they make into, a point yeah. to tell us how many t- It's that uh, they're yeah, fat th- often. They make such a point to
3: mention the fat people that I couldn't figure out like if this was some sort of like
4: reference to something or, or or like a separate race on this planet
3: or a currency on their world or
4: but yeah, they 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 talk about their fatness so much that it almost feels like it <laughs> Like, you wonder if it's, like, some kind of reference to something or what. But, I mean, it just...
3: It's a half-baked thing. Yeah. It's supposed to be, like, flavor for, you know, this world, but it never comes into play whatsoever.
4: Or it's like Albert Pune just doesn't know how to tell a joke.
3: That could be also correct.
4: Yeah. But Mm. for some reason, like, they're all in this
3: laundromat, but they're all just standing in the back room, like, before the guy even gets in there.
4: Well, and we also should note that this world has, like, two light bulbs, and they're about four lumens each.
3: (laughs) To be fair, so does Earth when they get there. Yes. But yes, this world is incredibly dark. Mm-hmm. It is just grimy and dark. This is like hardware dark. dark. Yes. Um, so he comes in and he menaces all the fat people and is just like, you people are going to get it. And I'm going to give it to you because I'm <laughs> Carrot Top. x uh, <laughs> And then, you know, suddenly there's a million police officers there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the standard, like, crazy man in there. We need, you know, yeah. hostage guides to come. And, and all of a sudden. Well, de-
4: well, yeah, he's got all these demands. And the one guy is talking to the mayor, and the mayor's like, "Give it to him." Yeah, elections next week. I don't need a bloodbath of fat people on yeah. my hands. I don't need
3: all the fat people sp- sprayed all over the news. Well, like, yeah,
1: he's basically uh, like the guy that's taking them hostage is calling them fat people. The cops that are relaying the situation are calling him fat people mm-hmm. and then when frank dahlman shows up
3: <laughs> now the, i mean do you we, think we're giving him a cool name but hang on <laughs> yeah okay sorry okay. yes frank dahlman is not as cool as the character's actual name mm-hmm. which is brick bardo
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> because we've almost got the exact same name it's just we're just it's pretty close swapping some right. letters right. around syllables
1: are just a little yeah. out of. Mm-hmm. but yeah he shows up and
0: you know it's your typical loose cannon
1: cop shows up and everyone's yeah, the mayor's like, like, "Don't let him near there." Yeah, it's gonna be a but, bloodbath. And
4: but yeah, the negotiator guy's like, "Glad you're here, Brick." Yeah. What
1: yeah. are you What are you gonna do? And He's like, "I'm thinking like a load of whites, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, little bit of, a little warm water for the color-safe bleach." <laughs> he's like, what? "Oh, that's right." Yeah, he says, uh, "I don't know." He says laundry bullshit. Yeah. And yeah. He mm-hmm. walks in with a bag and yep. basically and, walks right into the thing. Well, the negotiator's like. Bardo's got this. Oh yeah, yeah. He snaps, his yeah. Walk, he snaps the intent off his walkie-talkie. Like, yeah. I'm having trouble reaching you, chief. It's a cool like video phone. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, he walks in and basically dumps his like just walks just right up to starts him. Like, doing I, his laundry. The the, the hostage taker, the, the the bad guy, is basically like surrounded himself by these larger ladies. He's roped and them roped him all around him. Yeah, essentially, yeah. he's just in the middle. In the middle, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, whatever we call him, Brick. Brick walks in and dumps his load of laundry into a into a, uh, a futuristic, futuristic washing machine. machine, machine. And, and while, while the guy guy's just <laughs> yelling at him, I was like, the fuck are you doing? And yeah. he's like, and he's
0: just totally ignoring My laundry. It
1: slowly putting the change in. And I puts like four caps fulls of you know,
0: dry oh, laundry soap in there. All, all like, the laundry soap. Back then, it wasn't as efficient back then. Oh, we didn't okay. have the high efficiency. Right. Right. Let's right, Just put all the powder mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. Sure.
3: But event- like, eventually he walks over to the, the corral of, of hostages and it's just like i'm just going to shoot you and then yeah like-
1: oh, he pulls out the gun and the kid goes he's like wow that's the whatever it is yeah. the most powerful handgun in the universe he's like yeah, you're damn right kid yeah fat and kid, yeah, fat, kid. It, yeah. Right? <laughs> fat, yeah. fat kid that's what i was going to yeah that's what i was getting to he's like he even like he even walks into the situation is just immediately in on the fat joke thing or whatever <laughs> yes, but it and it's just fat like fat i'm going to shoot through this fat woman and that's going to shoot through you <laughs> and it's going to shoot through that fat woman behind you Yeah. and probably through the wall guts everywhere
4: yeah
3: which causes the, the fat ladies to faint no, and
4: to have heart attacks.
1: Oh, they have heart attacks?
3: Yes. Yeah. It
4: is mentioned by the mayor later okay. that right. they had heart attacks. Yes. Oh, okay. Had, so But he... they
1: essentially have heart attacks, fall over on the guy, knock him out. Yes. And Frank Dolman just, just walks out. He just
3: turns around and <laughs> walks out. Sorry, up. Frank Dolman's better than break. I, <laughs> fine, <that's,
4: laughs> you're <that's> welcome. Fine. <laughs> you're welcome.
3: But yeah, he walks out. and The mayor's there, and he's just like, "You're suspended." He's like, "I'm already
1: suspended."
4: He's, <laughs> he's like, uh, like, "Well, then you're fired, fired or
1: something." Yeah. Fire this guy. And the guy's like, nah <laughs> Yeah, but he he just yeah. goes home. He's like, "Whatever." I'm you know I'm just yeah. working because I want to.
4: And he gets home, and the news report basically says that it was a bloodbath and that it was his fault. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, pretty 27 sure 27
1: people died. Uh, that, no, it's like 27.4 people died. Like 1.4 of them were. Children,
3: <laughs> but I think that's the mayor setting him up. I think that's the oh, mayor, yeah. like this is how we get rid of
1: Brick Bardo. Well, they get rid of him anyway because, like, basically he's watching this weird ass newscast. It's mm-hmm. all weird for no reason. Weird, warped, max yeah. headroom bullshit. And uh he just has somebody, a shitty TV. Somebody it's basically just opens up, <laughs> TV. Opens up his, his side window and just starts shooting. I, I guess he's shooting tranquilizers at him. He's shooting
3: it's, either blanks or not at him, but just to get his yeah, attention. I, but he unloads like twenty shots yeah, into his apartment. They, they
1: don't explain it, but like this guy's like shooting this gun at him, and he's he's obviously getting hit. And then he just like touches his watch and he goes Brr, and it like knocks him out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it was like some kind of remote activated tranquilizer thing. Yeah. They didn't bother to. Explain. He says something like, this "Yeah, some guy know, wants old friend wants, wants to yeah. see you." And he wakes up in the desert and, well, in the. <sighs> The ruins of
3: some sure, city it's yep. like the beach from Trancers. And, st- and
4: the guy who had captured him is like ah, yeah now you're here and this is gonna suck for you mm-hmm. and he's got another buddy who's there staring him down you know aiming a gun at him and then the other bad guy um who is basically a disembodied head yeah on mm-hmm. a little, on floaty little jet floating floating platform mm-hmm. and i will say they do a good makeup job on this guy
3: Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, he just looks like shit. The head
4: doesn't move. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like... It's a
3: good-looking head, though. It is a good-looking... It's a good
4: representation of that dude. The
0: little thing moves pretty well. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, But when they
4: do the close-ups, I'm just talking about, they've got, like, he looks good when you're in close-ups. The whole thing
0: looks good, like...
3: Yeah, I mean, aside from the head just not emoting in any way, shape, or form, right.
4: the device itself, is it's like, mm-hmm. like
3: two giant fan engines on the back yeah. of it that are propelled. You know, it's yeah. it's alright. I mean, yeah. like, this is one of those movies that has big
0: ideas. Mm-hmm. But... It has $9 mm-hmm. to do it with. Right. But, and they stretch that $9 pretty well. They try. Yeah. I mean, they're like, alright,
3: oh, all we got is $9, but we gotta fucking do this. Mm-hmm. So, they don't yeah. shy away from stuff. But, yeah.
0: So, he has
4: a conversation with, with uh, our with Tim Thomerson and he's just like, all right, Frank Dolman, this is it. And he's like, oh yeah, you were looking better last time I saw you. And he's like, yeah, well you blew off my legs and mm-hmm. my arms and you'd yeah. be amazed what modern technology can do.
3: He was like, yeah, you're you're robbing the space bank and I blew off your, your left yeah, leg. And your then space balls. You were doing the space extortion and then I blew mm-hmm. off your other three legs. And, um,
4: but yeah, he's, but he basically says, you know, uh, health, it's like, modern medicine helped me, but it couldn't help your family, could it, Frank Dalman? Yeah. And...
1: Frank Dahlman's it, just like... Whoa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they they get... And they, then they've taken his gun away from him, and, mm-hmm. and he's like, all right, we're going to take you apart piece by piece. Start yeah. with his hand. And so the guy aims the gun, he's like, you know, how does it feel to be on this end of the gun? And he's like, I don't know, you tell me, and holds up his hand and basically has magnet. like some kind of magnet thing that attracts uh, his gun over to him. Mm-hmm. And... Basically, unloads on the dude that was just pointing the gun at him, and heretofore, we, we knew that it was supposedly the most powerful handgun in the universe, but we hadn't really seen
4: it we in We didn't action. realize he wasn't lying when he said if he had shot those fat people, guts would be everywhere. Yeah, right? no, because... because
1: he, he jibs this dude. Yeah,
4: this guy scanners out, yeah. but his entire
0: body. Yeah. Right. It's the Groger blaster, which yeah. is... I've seen this I've seen this gun other places before and looked it up before but I don't know that I've, you know, paid a whole lot of attention to other movies this has been in. But it looks fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah. They
3: Well, well the effect that they do on these guys is like it's almost like your typical shotgun blast yanked them back but by yanking them back what it does is turn them inside out
1: there. Yeah. they well, exploded I mean, they, to chunks it's, it's <laughs> almost more like if you did that but it was just attached to the head and like the shoulders and the head went back and the rest of the yeah. body was just not there anymore yeah.
4: they're just fucking human
1: pinatas yeah. they yeah. just explode
3: yeah and this was like the first moment we kind of sat up and was like Ooh. oh, oh <laughs> maybe there's something oh, here this movie's got something <laughs> Yeah.
1: so he blasts these two dudes and then like has a you know a chat off with the, the floating head well mm-hmm. the head just takes off yeah, in yeah, the ship. yeah,
3: and he goes over to talk to the remains of one dude who's like trying to use his bits to grab his gun, and mm-hmm. and Frank Frank Tallman's just like Nah, you're not gonna do that, and he's like, Well, what are you gonna do? Leave me here? And he's like, Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> and just hops in his ship and flies away. Yeah, yeah, and um, they they have like the
1: briefest of space chases, yeah. um, and
3: it, it, it's we need to mention the the head whose name is Sprug, uh, had mentioned that he had uh. Some sort of
1: neutron bomb, technobabble bomb thing mm. that was going to blow it up. Sort of, it was like an interstellar pulse bomb or something like that. Su- it's even stupider interdimensional than that. Pulse bomb, uh, nice.
3: But he was going to blow up the city with it, and that's that's when Dahlman told him that you know you'll fuck it up. You always fuck it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's flying away in a spaceship that has a giant bomb in it, um, and gives yeah. chase.
4: And they get they hit some kind of like warp in space. Yeah, all energy bands.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Sprug says something to him like, ah, you'll never survive the thing. And he's like, neither will you. And he's like, I don't care. I'm just a head. <laughs> he's like, what makes you think I do? Yeah. Ah. yeah so they both fly into this mm-hmm. thing and, you know, stroke out for <laughs> 15 yeah. seconds or so. Um, and then it's just a bunch of rubble somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you see a little toy spaceship. <laughs> on, yep. sitting well, on the you, rubble.
4: you hear the, the voice of the cockpit thing. Yes. That's talking to him. And it says... You have landed on planet that its atmosphere is similar Su- to yours. Yeah. Suitable for human Suitable life. Suitable for human life. <laughs> and he <Yeah>. says, but... <laughs> yeah, it's like
1: trailing off. Like the scene's almost ending and he's fading off. Yeah, they it, say
4: life forms here are larger, roughly yeah. six to one six ratio. To one. And, and then, then... he just f- fades out. He just kind of like... And then we get to see that we're in the shitty Bronx. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, we do. This movie loves to let you know that you're in shitty... New York.
0: <sighs> it, it establishes thirty-five minutes telling the, the uh, fuck
3: out of the Bronx.
4: It is a hell of a ninety-one montage. Yeah, they told of the second unit Bronx. guy.
3: Go get me twenty minutes of the Bronx, and so they follow around. Yeah, well,
4: what t- could
1: be actual crimes happening? <laughs> yeah, well, so the, here's the weird thing. Like, so they're they're obviously just stealing footage from all kinds of daily life in New York. And yeah, and then there's also, a cop
4: who gives them a dirty look. Yeah, right. as they, like, eh, what are they doing? as they get footage of him. <laughs> yeah,
1: and then like all of a sudden we're kind of watching this one gang get out of a car, and like you know, it's nothing's changed. It's not like oh suddenly these are actors. Mm-hmm. We basically watch these guys like just kind of saddle up to a. a drug you know, liquor store convenience store whatever mm-hmm. and start to rob the place and just shoot the guy like four times and run away yeah mm-hmm. and we're like oh these must be the toughs from the movie because the camera's sticking with them and we're following them back mm-hmm. and they drive out to the I don't know rubble city rubble city <laughs> yeah and are promptly basically like the car pulls up in front of them and it's Jackie Earl Haley and yeah his his cohort and we basically mm-hmm. just get out of the car like what are you doing here bah, 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 and just lights this car up and mm-hmm. kills the guys that we just spent like 3 minutes following around like oh obviously these are not our bad guys in the movie cuz there's a guy that we recognize so it's it must be him yes yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so mm-hmm. so we have a a guy and and while they were shooting him up, I, I think Tim Thomerson was kind of like sort of waking up. No, not really, not nope. yet. He oh. he's kind of out of this movie
3: while they're establishing the Bronx and oh, introducing right, right, the yeah. female lead who is just walking along.
1: Oh yeah, she spots a drug dealer and is just like, "I told you not to sell that shit in my neighborhood." She goes and ape shit. Oh yeah, she does. Guy. She like picks up a rock and is like, "I will brain you with this motherfucker." <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and the guy's like,
3: "Ah, just let me, ha- okay, lady, I t- I would tell my boss about you." <laughs> yeah, so that goes on for a while and then. We watch her go to, like,
1: uh, uh, Citizens Watch. Yeah, they were going to Neighborhood yeah, sh- sh- Watch thing. It's like at the school, and yeah. they were supposed to be organizing a Neighborhood God, it's Watch. It's such a waste of time. It's such it a it is, because, scene. like, there's a cop there who's just basically speaking in sound bites, and yeah. she calls him out on it and is like, great, you got the sound bite. What are we actually going to do about this crime and uh-huh. all this? And he mm-hmm. and he's like, uh, 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 keep working, and we'll make the street safe again. Yeah. We're going to mm-hmm. get rid of the crime. Yeah. Uh-huh. like we're supposed to (laughs) and it just ends it's like fuck it we're done with this shit and then it it barely really ever comes up again it was a big waste of time yeah Um, but
3: then she's like she's going home and Jackie Earl Haley has sent goons
4: no he hasn't he makes a point of yelling at them later for going after her. Oh, right. Yeah. the goons themselves the goons have yeah, decided she, to take it upon themselves to get rid of her. Right,
3: because the one who got harassed, street street harassed by her, <laughs> has gone back to his buddies and like she she harassed me, and they're like, well, let's go get her.
1: Yeah, so they, they they catch her walking through Rubble City apparently because they basically grab her and are like, hey, you can't tell us not to do shitty things. Well, no, they they snatch her on the way home because they I throw her in is? the
3: van and oh, drive no. to Rubble City. Oh, okay. Uh, to where they're going to set her on fire.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I mean... It's well, they're, they're just pouring the water on
3: her, but... Yes. Mm-hmm. But so, like, the one guy who got, you know, harassed is just like, I'll take care of this, and goes to get, you know, bucket of fluid, whatever it is. And then he's just pouring it on everybody. Mm-hmm. Himself, his other t- friends, just everyone's just like, ah, we're gonna burn her, and he's just pouring
1: this, whatever it is, all
3: I over them. I thought it was
0: just water. She, he was trying to get her hydrated. Why did they have been a giant
1: container of water in the back of the... Have you ever had a gasoline fight you know, a la Zoolander. Uh, no i know
3: you would know if i had because i wouldn't be sitting there <laughs> a la Zoolander. You, you, you might be a little crispier chuck yes um but yeah so they're they're about to set her on fire and during this time is when tall man has woken up and is kind of slinking out of his tiny ship to do something about it um and just starts firing his awesome gun at them
1: which is the impact of it is severely reduced based on the yeah. size difference I guess but it kills the first guy it does like, like that murders that first guy and they're like whoa what <laughs> yeah but mm-hmm. but we basically learn it's not necessarily going to just atomize him like it did the guy on no. his planet but it's going to it creates some sort of like festering wound that yeah. won't heal or yeah. so, or something cuz he outright kills one dude one guy gets it like sort of in the stomach and mm-hmm. goes crying back to the club um bleeding on the pool table <laughs> Yeah, which Jack earl haley comes back and is like oh god damn it what the fuck and he's like <laughs> yeah. goes over like he's concerned for the guy he's like you fucking ruined my pool table man yeah. <laughs> you do? who did this <laughs> and he basically like you know he gets angry at the guy and rolls him off the table and shoots him yes finishes him finishes him off mm-hmm. and he's like whoever the fuck did this go find him yeah, yeah. and is it maybe maybe what's-her-face knows something about it right and, and she's she, he's like just leave me alone I'm, I, I saved you that's enough and uh yeah, Dolman's like, you know, just, all right, lady, yeah, you, like, we're even, mm. Go, get away from this. And she's like, just you're she's, so tiny. Well, she, yeah, she's just gawking,
3: like, huh? Yeah, because he's gotten back into the cockpit of his oh. ship and is just sitting there trying to read the manual, mm-hmm. and she's just giant face right into the window, like, hey there.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, ah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, well, and he's like, just leave me alone. Yeah. I'm gonna, I got to fix this, and then I'm out of here. Yeah, it won't fly, and as soon mm-hmm. as I can fix it, I'm going to And she's, she's like, like no, no, you're coming. They're, they're going to come yeah, back.
1: She's like, it's not safe here. It just picks the whole spaceship up (laughs) and starts jogging home to which they keep cutting to
3: him in the cockpit just like jostling (laughs) around just like and even if dubbed in
1: his voice at a couple of instances where he's just like hey so she basically takes it home and her son is a -a 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 little kid from three amigos and and is like and still that agent stranger thing yeah he said it's yeah it's bizarre but he comes in and it's like I understand kids can be a little unruly but this kid is like she's walking through the door like you know, Alberto I think is his name like get out of the way or whatever mm-hmm. and and he's just like, "Oh, you got me a spaceship, mine!" And just starts shaking on. She's like, "Stop! This is not. Yeah. This is not for you." This well, is- the camera. He's
4: like a dog. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's like latched onto it, and she's she, and she's yelling at him like a dog's, like, "No, no, let go!" Yeah, no, you,
1: you don't understand. This is not. This is not a toy. Yeah, but they they basically put like a cockpit enclosure around
3: the camera, so that's the point of view that you're mm-hmm. seeing, and you just see giant-headed kid just grabbing this thing It's just like, "Oh boy, it's a thing!" It's shaking, it, just you know, throwing it around, and she's like, "Stop! Just." Fucking just sit over there for a second. Just no, <laughs> just sit. And then you know they plop it down on the table, and it's like, oh, there's a little well, man he, in he here. He was yeah. talking previous to that. The kid was
1: completely ignoring it. He was oh, yeah. like toy, like like a yeah. dog seeing yeah. a steak or a bone or something. Ruth, the but children are right. terrible. <laughs> right. But yeah, he sets it down, and then immediately, the kid's like, oh, look, tiny guy, tiny yeah. spaceship. What's going on? Let's you gotta, go get him. He's for like, a while. obviously, he's an alien. She's like, no. Yeah. He's like, well, yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm an alien. She's like, mm-hmm. all right. yeah and she's just like all right fine i'm going to bed and leaves the kid alone with him
3: Mm -hmm. which the kid was like i'll go get gerald gerald will know what to do well he
1: says (laughs) i know someone i know who can fix this because guys you know tim thomerson's just like leave me alone like trying to read the manual trying to read the manual behind
3: his shoulder to like the you know the the gaping wound in the ship which is just a transistor
1: that's (laughs) fucked up and the kid's like i know who to call which means i'm gonna go get the quote-unquote smart kid in the building Mm -hmm. but also everyone else Yeah, because yeah. he,
3: he looks back up and there's just 800 children standing around,
1: adults too. It's yeah. all, everyone <laughs> in the apartment building is like gawking at the spaceship and the tiny guy. Yeah, and then finally the mom wakes up and is like,
2: "The hell? Get the hell Get out, of my, out house. of my house, all of
1: you!" <laughs> and has to yell at them for like three straight minutes. More padding of the movie. Yeah. Um, and then eventually leaves the smart kid behind, even though she kicked everyone else out. And yeah. he's just like, "I don't know. Actually, maybe it's." batteries and i don't know he's he's not smart at all (laughs) but brick yells at
3: him too like get this kid out of here get all of you get away from me um meanwhile jackie earl haley has gone back his his lair is the rubble city basically Mm -hmm. just this right disaster zone and he's kind of getting the information like you know why is that guy dead? who did this what's what's going on and that's when they find uh you know detached heads spaceship Mm -hmm. And they're like he's like, Whoa, look, it's a tiny head. <laughs> Sweet. And the head's just like, Hey, listen, you wanna take over the world? I got a bomb on here. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Jackie <laughs> O'Haley's like, Yeah, all right, sure. That'd be cool. Well, didn't he, he well, got he shot at some point? Because Jackie that no, was part he, of the bargaining chip, Yeah, wasn't? he comes
4: back later. Because because he says, Well, you gotta take out brick if you really want to control this neighborhood. Yeah. And yeah. I can help you with that. And that's when he's like well, what's brick? That's, and that's he's right. Like, he, he's teases, like,
1: he, he yeah, he goads him into going after him the first time. He's right, just yeah. like, oh yeah, he shot your dudes, and if that word gets out, they'd be like, there's a renegade cop from another world taking over your uh, yeah. bigger streets, it's bad for business. And he's like, yeah, yeah. let's go get him. And yeah. It takes like four guys, and, and they <laughs> I think they all get shot. They all well, I'm sorry, they well, all get shot in her apartment because yeah, they
4: they all they, bust in and they're like, oh man, check out the ship. And Dolman yeah. Yeah. knows that he's like, oh shit, and as soon as they like yank as one of them picks up his ship, he mm-hmm. just opens fire Yeah, he basically and fucking murders, murders like, like six, of, six of these guys and in our apartment.
1: Unlike the last time. Well, maybe we didn't see cause it was outside, but yeah, there's just blood everywhere in this apartment. But, like when the shit's over, like he basically wing <laughs> Jackie Earl Haley in the, in the stomach sort of, and um, like everyone else is dead, like mm-hmm. bodies everywhere, blood on every surface, basically. Yes. And she's just like,
4: Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> like, like, like yeah, she's like, like come home and go to yeah, bed. I'm not getting my deposit back <laughs> well, now. Yeah. And yeah. and it's then this movie
1: everywhere. This movie, <laughs> this fucking movie. Like they show, they bother to show a scene where an Earth cop has shown up. <laughs> And it's basically like, all right, have a good night, ma'am. He's at the door like, okay, well, thanks for your statement. There's still blood everywhere. I guess they hauled the bodies off, but they're like, good luck
4: with the blood and stuff. There was a mass murder in her apartment. And the cops just like, here, sign this. Yeah. And it's never explained what the story is that was told to the police, because someone obviously
3: murdered all these people who showed up in her apartment. It was either her or they all just came in and shot each other, which no. So... What story did the cop hear where the cop was like, yeah, all right, that makes sense. See you later. Enjoy yeah. your cleanup process, which she is 99% done with by the time the cop goes out. Mm-hmm. She just has one spot left on the wall to which she just runs a sponge over and it's gone. Like all mm-hmm. the blood is just gone. It's
1: just, just all good. It's the power of oxyclean. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so but,
1: that's, but yes, Jackie O'Haley stumbles back to his hideout yeah or the bar or whatever and that's when the tiny head guy what is his name Strug. drug drug is yeah, like mm-hmm. oh yeah i see you got shot there that sucks that's that's never really gonna heal but uh i might have some space magic that can heal that right up mm-hmm. if you you know promise to do everything i say yeah and he's like yeah yeah sure just heal me and he's like oh i also have this Whatever pulse bomb thing that that's yours if you help me too. And he's yeah. like, great, yeah, just heal yeah, me. Yeah, just do this. And he and heals his wounds immediately. Mm-hmm. And he's like, cool, you're healed now. So do everything I say.
4: <laughs> well, yeah, it, you, I you just work, love you work Jackie, for me now. Jackie Earl Haley's just like, that's some good shit. Yeah, yeah. how the fuck good. you do that? Yeah. It's pretty good. And it's pretty he's pretty
1: like, neat. yeah, so cool. You're healed now. You, you work for me now. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I work for you. And basically just walks over and goes, smush. Yep, and just squishes wrong he's dead oh yeah as soon as he knows how to use the
4: bomb he's just like oh yeah you think you're my boss yeah Mm -hmm.
1: squish squish
4: and And there's some good pulpy nastiness on the table left after he smashes sizzling
1: for some reason yeah Yeah. but so that that guy's dead and now he has the tiny little pulse bomb Mm -hmm. interdimensional Mm -hmm. pulse bomb yep yeah because the guy's like
4: all you gotta do is push that button (laughs) and he he
1: says it will basically transport everything within three parsecs to another dimension never to be heard from again right just bear that in mind. Uh-huh. Now how big is a parsec? Uh over over a light year. It's like one point six light years. Alright. Something like that. No, it's, so a, no, it's a, no, it's like I'm sorry, it's like three point six light years. It's more so than we, enough to cover so our it's entire like solar galaxy. system. Okay. Yeah. It's it's plenty.
4: Okay.
3: Okay.
1: Well, keep that in mind. Yeah. Just throw that out there. Very important.
4: Yeah. All right. So <sighs> meanwhile, uh he Frank Dahlman has bonded with her and having a conversation like while they're kinda Neither of them can sleep. And he says, you know, basically how, oh, well, my family was killed. And mm-hmm. I had a wife and I had a son who's about your son's age. And that's why it's got to stop. I got to stop these guys. Yeah.
3: And yeah, it's character building maybe, but who cares? Because it doesn't matter. Yeah. it. Um,
4: we already kind of knew because the other guy had talked about. Yeah.
3: It. It's, it's just totally not important because then mm-hmm. she gets up the next day and she's like, okay, kid, get the fuck out, go to school. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I got to go to work. Good luck, Brick, fixing your ship. Yeah. We'll and be he's back like, around seven. are
4: you sure you want to go to work? They're going to be looking for you. And she's like, well, eh, you know, whatever. I got to pay the rent. Yeah. So. Bye. Suck right. it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then we're treated to a completely and wholly useless scene of her at work. Yes. Where she apparently does something with toxic waste and has a toxic boss. And then it's over. <laughs> like, she you know, stirs it. I, I mean, they're they're. Poking There's, at toxic waste yeah. and like Are she and somebody else. Now, granted, she had just yelled at her son about inviting everyone over to see Tiny Dolman. Yeah. And then is like. Hey, co-worker, I got this 13-inch man at home. And she's like, I bet I'd like to see a 13-inch man, huh? Because we're talking about dicks right now. Mm-hmm. And, um,
2: and they're oh, like, dicks? Yeah, and then they kind of yeah. like... Was it dicks? They kind of yes. go
1: giggle, giggle, giggle. And the boss comes over and is like, What's this now? Yes. Are you having fun at work? There'll be none of that. Are you having a laugh?
3: <laughs> Stop this. This is serious business. And then Stir the that scene's over waste. and
1: it means fuck all.
3: Yeah, um, but then they're on a bus going home. Yeah, And then she's just loudly announcing to everyone on the bus, like,
4: yeah, he's got yeah. a spaceship and everything. Yeah, a lady comes over, she's like... And she has like <laughs> terrible stereotypical, like I don't know how to do a Spanish accent, yeah. but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Person. She's like, I heard you had the doll man, <laughs> yes. you know, and it's like maybe he yeah. can help us clean up the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, and it's, uh, okay, yeah. ma'am. And yeah, yeah <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, is it true? And she's like, yeah. She's like, yeah, it's true. He's got the fucking ship and everything. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. like,
1: But well, he's like, yeah, we, the, we'll be we'll be fine here because, like, you know, well, he's just wasting those punks, so you don't have to worry about cleaning up the streets. Mm-hmm. He's just gonna murder them all. And yeah. then that lady's like, okay, bye. Yeah, and she's like, not like this, man. This is not how I wanted it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much the end of the scene where her friend like goes the other way and she's like, cool, I'll come back later to see you, Bye. Mm-hmm. And they get off the bus and Jackie Ro'haley now ja- is waiting on her yeah. essentially. But he has hatched this plan,
3: which is fucking stupid because like his goal is to get revenge on Dolman mm-hmm. because For shooting him. Yes. And his wound has started to bleed a little bit. Like it's not completely healed. Right. Yeah. So he has sh- his his plan is to kidnap her take her back to rubble city and wait for dolman to show up mm-hmm. now he knows everyone knows because she has announced
4: it to the whole borough that he is up in her apartment in his tiny spaceship yeah that's where he is and the sun has brought 45 people into their, <laughs> oh, yeah, they're all gawking at their one room apartment
1: <laughs> yeah yeah they're all gawking at him when she's about to come home and as soon as she's opening the door jackie old haley grabs her right and is like we're going to Rubble World. Yeah. Or, or whatever it is, <laughs> Rubble Land. Yeah. Rubble, Rubble, Rubble.
3: And, you know, <laughs> so Dollman hops out and defenestrates himself. Tiny yeah. defenestration through the window. Hold mm-hmm,
1: close Flies down
3: straight. in this really weird shot of close-up of Tim Thomerson kind yeah. of like pretending he's flying. And then lands on the side of the car. Holding on mm-hmm. to the trim,
1: basically. Yeah, the windowsill that will y-
3: yeah. that will stop and your fall.
4: Honestly, this is one of like, <laughs> you know, Albert Pune sucks in general, but I will give him credit in that he's done well in not like making it like like not having a little fucking doll toy doing stuff that, in the Right, movie. They didn't just like like out the there's window. a lot of like forced perspective <laughs> yes. stuff. There's yeah. a lot of green screen stuff. Yeah, you know, with matching shots, they're and that, trying. And and also, I can appreciate that sight lines mm-hmm. they use really good sight lines for when someone's talking to Tim Thomerson and yeah. then when he's talking to someone else. Yes. Like yeah. they adjust the height accordingly and it it immediately lets you know your perspective. Yes. It's, so it's like one of those few things where it's like, hey wait, this guy actually understood something. Yeah. What? Yeah. But this is one of the first shots where it's like, all right, we threw a fucking doll out a window. <laughs> right. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and then later you see a little tiny doll hanging onto the car as the car pulls up in Rubble City and everyone gets out. You just you just see this thing stuck to the car <laughs> yep.
4: as it rolls up but and parks. there are also, because it's Albert Pune, there are plenty of shots of just the car going and yes. like his perspective looking at the ground as the car is going. Mm-hmm. Where it's those shots are held just like that little bit long enough to be uncomfortable to yeah. like, all right, move on, guys. We yeah. get it.
3: Yeah, because then they get back and it's just... God, they've got, I don't know, 25, 30 gunmen just hanging out in Rubble City. Just, all right, he's coming. He's going to be here soon. And th- this goes on for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. Just people hanging out waiting for. For Dolman. Yeah. And that's basically the rest of the movie mm-hmm. is they're just waiting and waiting and waiting. Meanwhile, Dolman is kind of sneaking around the the grounds.
4: Yeah, he's sneaking through a pipe and a rat comes in. And they never do anything with that, do they? No, he's just like, don't even think
1: about it, bub, or whatever. Yeah,
4: (laughs) Yeah. and then the rat's like, fucks off the other direction. He's like, yeah.
3: Um, But yeah, he crawls through this pipe forever. Um, And then sneaks up to one guy with a stick, like a metal pole. A tiny metal pole. (laughs) And you're like, oh, he's going to do some like puppet master shit on this guy and just jab him in the eye or, you know, fucking shove it up his ass or something. No, he just bonks him on the head with it. (laughs) Which is a bad plan
1: because it knocks him out for 12 seconds. They spin. I'm not joking. It. Honestly, at least five minutes. It feels like ten minutes of the movie of him skulking around, yeah, getting into position, yes, yeah, only to basically have like all the guys are basically like, "This is bullshit." He's not going to show. It's been three mm-hmm. hours, and you know, and, Jack- yeah, Jack and O'Haley's O'Haley's is in that dying. He's dying, and he's like, "I don't give a fuck anymore." We're waiting here until yeah. I die or he shows up, right? And so, like, it's all basically undone. Where he's like, "I'm going to wait here." I'm not going anywhere. You guys fan out and find the Dolman. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Find the Dolman. And Tim Thomerson has like worked his way all the way up to this ridge where he has line of sight. And it's basically undone by the fact that they've all now loaded up in their in their shitty vans and are leaving. And they call the one guy that's been knocked out and go, Hey, are you coming? Yeah. And he's like, Huh?
2: huh. Oh, look,
1: there's Dolman, Let me start shooting. <laughs> yeah. And all of this it's like blowing the stealth mission after like you know, thirteen minutes of perfect sneaking. It's like, ah, yeah. oh, fuck, now it's just a shitty firefight. Yep.
3: And uh, Dalman blows up all their cars. Yeah, eventually, like he,
1: for whatever reason, the guy that wakes up and and foils everything, I guess. It 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 makes you as pissed off as you are playing a stealth game when you fuck up like that because mm-hmm. for whatever reason this this magic space gun has no limit of bullets you no know, it has a giant magazine on the well, bottom because but also
4: it, when he starts shooting at someone it's like one two three four five six right, seven eight nine ten, ten this shots. guy w-
1: wakes up and he's just like this motherfucker blah 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 <laughs> blah, blah 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 yeah <laughs>
4: so, okay guy I <laughs> yeah.
1: I think he got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But, yeah, that guy gets it real bad. Uh-huh. And um <laughs> And then, yeah, then it's just like, uh, I thought this was going to be hard. And he starts oh. shooting at the vans. And- yeah, and he just goes
4: urban fucking renewal yeah.
1: yeah well yeah they said something like what the fuck is this I, I, there's constant points in this movie where somebody says something and somebody has like a one-liner back and mm-hmm. there's no way they should be able to hear each other yeah like they were doing it between the spaceships but like do they even have comms open like yeah. there's also
3: no reason he should even
4: know what that means but right. whatever <laughs> True. <laughs> no, there's no reason he should be speaking English that well yes well or, he's or, human. Thir- or 12 inches or the computer said hours. he's human, no, true. Mm. Tiny human. He's, just, he's tiny he's just a tiny
1: human <laughs> so. Hold me closer tiny doll. <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, so he like he blows up some vans and he, decent explosions. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. we've had a dearth of explosions, or like we've had things that felt felt like they were going to be explosions for yes a few movies now, and this time mm-hmm. it was like, all right, you actually bought yeah. some gasoline and yeah. loaded up in this van and <laughs> blew Fuck it up Fuck this
4: van coated in graffiti, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, so basically, somehow that pretty much takes care of all the dudes. Mm-hmm. Like they were all very clearly like jumping out of the van before it blew up, yep. but. I guess they got caught in the explosion because yeah. they're all dead. The shockwave. it's all out. dead except for you know the guy from Die Hard that's going to show up in a minute. But mm-hmm. he goes to um <laughs> you know fight Jackie O' Haley and he's basically dying now. Like it's like um the yeah. the ladies tried to run away and that's not going particularly well. Mm-hmm. And then I think he like shoots at him a couple times and misses and
4: well Dalman sets up an elaborate mirror trick <laughs> to make himself look bigger and he's like hey buddy yeah and then right. Jackie O' Haley shoots the mirror and you know. Frank Dahlman's like, ha that wasn't me. Right. And then shoots him a few times. Mm-hmm. And, I, and doesn't he blow his arm off? Yes. He yes. He, 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 he yes. blasts Jackie Rojie's arm With the gun. Off. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like, there goes his gun. Yep. It went with the arm. Yep. He was disarmed. <laughs>
4: <laughs> two, and all of a sudden, the other dude, charred, angry, two two machine guns uh-huh. in each hand. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Ah! Bam, 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 And gets blasted he quite gets a few times dispatched. by Tim Thomerson for that. Yeah.
3: And so... Tim Thomerson is basically just going to finish murdering Jackie Earl Haley.
4: But, it, well, something knocks his gun away. Somehow he gets his gun knocked out of his hand. Oh, yeah. And I'm not sure. It I don't,
1: slides I, over to
4: Jackie Earl yeah, I think it's when the
1: guy showed up. He was just like, what?
4: Yeah. yeah. I don't know.
3: Um, But, but yeah, Jackie Earl Haley picks it up. He's like, All right. <laughs> and I to-
4: love the idea of dying Jackie Earl Haley <laughs> with holding this tiny, tiny little gun yeah. in his fingertips. And yep. He's like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to shoot you now, Dolman. Right
3: but because previously established Dalman has gun magnet in his hand, he yep. just goes whoop and grabs, you know, the gun flies back to him and he's just like, nah, you sack of puss. And, <laughs> and he's going to murder him, but lady shows up and she's like, like fucking wet blankets him, his murder boner <laughs> so hard. She's just like, no, you won
1: Dalman. You don't have to shoot it. Yeah. yeah. Killing him won't bring your dad back. Joe. It's
3: like, actually you know if you wait 30
1: seconds he's gonna bleed out right. <laughs> so it's yeah. no
3: you're really not saving him mm-hmm.
1: dolman's trying to put him out of his misery. because we didn't even mention but yeah he's got dead family that's why he's you know yeah basically doing the rigs from lethal weapon i don't care anymore yeah.
4: well and also jackie rohelly is like pissed at her because he's like i told them not to hurt you yeah you know i protected you and that's you a won't... whole other thing like yeah and even... it's like implied that he wanted to be with her at some point and or she maybe shot him down the father of the son
3: no because the father died in a robbery oh is that what okay, i okay yeah that, part. That, that was a that was the bit of exposition they had before they went to bed that night yeah um but
4: uh but yeah so they, there's like a whole thing where you know he's kind of i i guess gets some sympathy from her yeah but, but then, not too much no he's jackie O'Hill right it's like He's, he's got to like, play a shithead.
3: Yeah, and he's like, guess what? I've got a Magno bomb thing. No. And <laughs> here it is. I'm going to fucking do this. Well, yeah, he,
4: he opens up and he, he shows it, and that's yeah. when Dolman's like, that's a neutrino bomb, yeah. or whatever the fuck it's called.
3: We got to get out of here. Yeah. He's like, Because it's going to blow up three planets, <laughs> so let's run.
1: <laughs> so, uh, they... Yeah, you've got ten seconds, and they start running, and he's like, run! And it's yeah. like, does that fucking matter? Yeah. <laughs> but, so they uh, run for a little bit, and there's a
3: A laser light show of some kind Mm -hmm. and then it just cuts back to the rubble and it's like wait was that it Mm -hmm. what happened
0: (laughs) wait this this may not be a flaw this may be a Uh setup disguised as a goof Uh, (laughs) oh because that's section right (laughs) okay it transports anything within three parsecs which is 9.6 9.6 light years as i have discovered yeah um to a different dimension right they might be in a different dimension it didn't have to blow everybody up oh maybe oh. you
1: transported to demonic toys dimension
0: yeah see so okay yeah. sure uh, uh, yeah
3: follow the money well, anyway they're still in the pile of rubble <laughs> right and they basically look at each other they're like you okay you all right yeah thumbs up mm-hmm. and then she says or no he just basically says so please tell me size doesn't count and, hey. and it's basically like, hi ha, ha, freeze frame, high five, and then, you know, none of that actually happens, but it's just, that's the end of it, and then we have an extended look back at the cla- the cast of Dolman
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you, everybody, everybody in the movie gets a montage, including, like, the dude who got killed immediately pouring gas on someone Yeah, like, 20 like cast all... members
3: get their own little yeah. montage of, of, here's the best moments of this guy, and, man, just what (laughs) Mm
4: -hmm. (sighs) you got puned yeah so yeah uh soundtrack okay Uh, there was one this is a hell of a 91 soundtrack
3: yeah there's some some hip-hop to let you know you're in the bronx oh Uh that's right
1: i forgot the 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 sampler part with it
4: wiki
3: wiki 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 wiki. (laughs) all of that
1: yeah
4: yeah it's it's bad it's it the movie to exactly when you think it is.
3: Mm -hmm. It does.
0: That's not I mean that in and of itself is not necessarily a bad thing. It's it's, not the
3: worst thing about the movie. That's for sure. (laughs) The soundtrack is capable, Mm -hmm. you know, especially a a full moon thing and it's not Richard Band doing the music. So Mm -hmm. they had at least one other guy who could slap down a couple of tracks and Mm -hmm. make it sound okay. Yeah. But the rest of this thing.
0: Yeah, it's Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's a big old pile of shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, say, yeah it, I thought it's, you were about to
1: go first. That never happened. I <laughs> like,
0: I mean, I've got to rate this. Can you? I, I could probably. Do it. uh, it's it's two bags. <laughs> I didn't like this at all. Um, there are there are a few things that it does really well. Like you mentioned, the sight lines. That mm-hmm, was yep. surprisingly impressive. Like you don't see movies of this caliber nail that very mm-hmm. often, mm-hmm. and. Like, people, people keeping their eyes or keeping their head looking up or down. Um,
3: yeah, someone on surprising. set was like very good. Somebody with, was like,
0: trying real hard for like, that. You and, need to be looking up the entire time. <laughs> yeah, uh, whoever the armorer was got some, like, future space-looking badass guns. Um, one of them was the Calico, which is used in tons of movies and video games. And a hundred years from now, it will look like a futuristic gun. Mm-hmm. Um and there's a couple that I wasn't even, like, I'm not familiar with that are really fucking space-looking guns, which are great. I love that kind of stuff. Um, and I've been watching a lot of stuff about uh, model making and practical effects mm-hmm. lately. And so seeing, like, okay, the ship model was kind of plain, like, uh, Dalman's ship model was mm-hmm. kind of plain. But it was really cool-looking. Um, and it was fucking big. Um, and uh, head, hover head, i <laughs> I Have no idea what his name was. Sprug. I don't give a it's shit. Sprug. Hoverheads' uh, ship was pretty cool, um, even though like the puppetry on those was absolute garbage, oh, and yeah. the, the green screening or chroma keying was absolute garbage on those. Like a bunch of that stuff was really bad, but the models were really good, yeah. and some of those little effects, the the gunshot wounds, and not many of what looked like quote unquote digital effects or or you know painted effects. Um, were all that good, but the practical stuff was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that everything else was dog shit. Um, yeah, I, I will admit that I fell asleep uh, somewhere for probably five <laughs> or ten minutes in the middle of this movie. Uh-huh. So and like a quarter it, of the movie, <laughs> yeah, right? And I just don't care. I don't. I yeah. I've heard that I did not miss anything. No, nah. two yeah. bags go to hell, doll man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um i'll go um
3: so i i agree with those points i agree with the you know the the model making stuff like we were saying earlier this movie has grand ideas and damn it if they don't go for those ideas they're like sure we've got this gimmick we've got this premise let's fucking go for it oh well we've only got twelve dollars well let's still go for it Whereas usually people would give up on that Hmm. um I remember saying about 10 minutes into this, you know, this would probably make a good 45 minute movie Mm -hmm. by the time it ended. I don't know if I would still believe that because even at 45 minutes, I think it would probably be about 20 minutes too long. There's so much wasted time in this and transfers was the same way. It was super short, but it also seemed like it just had scenes where no one's talking and people are just looking at each other. And it's like, come on, you've only got 70 minutes. Let's go get to the Mm -hmm. someone say something. And this movie has a lot of that, especially in the first 15 minutes like that. That whole thing where he's talking to the head out in the desert or whatever, and yeah. they're just all staring at each other is excruciating. Mm. And that's only seven to ten minutes into the movie. Yeah. And we're like, come on, movie. Yeah, there was a,
1: I, I never do that. There was a point I was like, OK. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, yes, someone speak.
3: Get yes.
0: To the, and yes,
1: go on. The, the almost over movie. Yeah. <laughs> Skip to the end. Um, <laughs> It wastes a lot
3: of time for a movie that has no time. No running time. Yeah. yeah. And then you find out this movie really doesn't have anything to do at all. And so no, I'm sitting the whole about. yeah I'm sitting there the whole time and I'm like you know Trancers at least had the whole like Helen Hunt fish out of water interaction mm-hmm. kind of thing and it had the crazy Christmas stuff and all that and yeah there there was a good time to be had with Trancers this is just they got nothing they just they they couldn't get anything with the human characters and then they have this foil for for Doll which they squish halfway through the movie and it's just like well that's dumb and Jackie O'Haley Haley is not good in this he. You know, he kind of would get better when he had his career resurgence Mm -hmm. later. But at this time, it was just like, oh, man, this is you're just you're just guy. Like, there's nothing special about what you're doing here. He has some uh, a couple of moments where he's just kind of being smarmy. But once he's like shot from that point on, he's insufferable. Like, I couldn't fucking stand him. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to agree with BJ. I'm going to give it two bags. It's I was sitting at one the entire time thinking just disappointed, but not angry. But then mm. when the end of the movie just doesn't pay off at all, like literally doesn't pay off, you're just like, wait, what happened? Yeah. And it just fucking ends. You're like, Oh, fuck you. Fuck you movie. Like, how, <laughs> how dare you? And then I think I said, you know, I've come around on Albert Pune. I have been saying, no, no, he's going to have a good one here, guys. Stick with him. I no, I fuck that. I don't, I don't think we're ever going to find a good one. I, I just don't think it's going to happen.
0: Would huh. you say that Albert Pune can get fucked? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm sure he's a nice man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so You're too nice, Chuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do we just want to go around the table? <laughs> yeah, no, just, no, try, no rules. Right. You know, here, right? 2017,
1: <laughs> do it's, whatever. It's funny because like... I, I, this is one of those movies I... Like, th- this is the first one in a long time. I'm like, I want to give it a zero. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be right in the middle because part of me wants to say... To somebody else, yeah, give this a shot. It's not going to be great, but there's enough dumb little ideas and premises that I would say like you might want to see it, but I wouldn't want to watch it again. Like it's that kind of thing where it's like Mm -hmm. I might almost recommend it to somebody looking at for a bad movie, especially like seeing the dudes blow up in the beginning or something like that. But I gotta go. I gotta go with one bag just because like I don't I don't want to watch it again. I, I I would I would recommend it with the like just the lightest amount of. Like, yeah, there's a couple of funny things in it, but eh, you could probably skip it and watch transfers 1 through 17 instead. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it, it's weird that you picked up, like, you said something just for a counterpoint. I, I actually thought, like, Jackie Earl Haley, like, in the final moments when, like, he was like, I know I'm dying. Mm-hmm. I thought that was actually pretty good acting. Like, just I, the, it was just the, the dying I, acting. The body, the body language, just like that. Sure. Like, like that, I, you know. I believed he was shot. Right, exactly. He was just I mean.
3: insufferable. You know, it's like the beach where you're just like, okay, get the screaming guy away from me. He's mm-hmm. driving me insane. The what now? Or the, yeah, the the Leonardo DiCaprio movie where the, the guy on the island oh, is... Oh, right, okay. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. my God, okay. get this guy out of here. He's I, fucking I, I, screaming his head off. I missed off the, the first part. I was like, the hell? Yeah, the, the beach. <laughs> so
4: <laughs> All right. Yeah, but, no, but, I mean, but I agree with you there. I think, I think you can tell Jackie O'Haley isn't just phoning this in. Oh, no. And that he's actually... Putting effort into what he's doing, he's a weird choice given the gang. I mean,
1: yeah, I'm not saying it's a little weird because most of the entire gang is Latino, and then there's him like bossing <laughs> them around, yes. and his like, and he's just, it's not like hey I grew up with you and I speak like you. It's <laughs> like I like I'm fucking New York, and they're all like, hey, what do you want to do today? Yeah. It's like, this this is this, this weird dynamic. Now it's just like it feels uncomfortable because he's yeah. just bossing them around. It's like why are you their leader and why do they listen to you? Yeah. I don't know. It's just. There's a lot of backstory that's not explained. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's just a lot going on and it's kind of strange. But. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I, I have to complete the bags here and I'm only going one because man, those dudes blowing up was pretty awesome. It
3: was, I totally they, agree and, with you. And
4: it's, and there's a couple other things I like, and and I like Tim Thomerson in this. He's like this grizzled, angry, just pissed off asshole mm-hmm. the entire time. But, you know, except he's a little tiny doll <laughs> sized guy, uh-huh. yeah. a little a, a man, if you will. But I <laughs> would you say <laughs> he's a, a doll, doll man? man? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is weird because you'd think his name was Frank Dahlman, but it's Brick Bardo. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bardo you know? it's, it's so weird. It's like you're a doll man and yeah. they named you Brick Bardo. Who knows? I do like that the community
3: immediately starts calling him a doll man. They all just start calling him doll Just
4: Jackie or is like, we got to go over there and take out the doll man. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, who are we going to hit? He's like, we got to kill that fucking doll man. (laughs) Yeah. But it, yeah. Albert Pune, I, I think I've realized, you know, it's crystallized. My problem with him is he spends too much time on all the wrong stuff. Yeah. Like when you have good stuff and you can go with that, And you don't and you'd rather just like use pickup shots that like you just said, okay, just leave the car on the side of the camera and just film it. You know, we're going to need like three minutes worth to fill in stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you just keep all three minutes of footage because like, I don't know, footage is a precious commodity or something. It it feels like he just wastes all this time on stuff when there are cool ideas and things in there and he just doesn't bother with them. But I, I just love the whole fucking premise of this. That it's like this guy's a hard boiled detective, but he's only thirteen <laughs> inches tall,
0: and now he's on Earth. You know, it's like who the fuck.
3: Yeah, big I, attitude
0: yeah. in a tiny package. <laughs> I think he could have been more. Like I, I just didn't feel like he was.
3: He's not as good in this as he was in Trans. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. way better in Trans. In space, but he's he was still
0: fun. Yeah, in space, in, it felt like he was a. You know, on Arturus, felt like he was just more.
4: Well, I think well, well he, was more just complete, he had more chance to be complete badass. And this one he's just annoyed because children won't leave him alone <laughs> and to you know, yes, to, he's like, Go away, Baton. I'm in my ship. <laughs> right. This is my ship time. You go away. But I think too, like, he's more effective on
3: his planet because he's actually interacting with human beings. Mm-hmm. Like once he's on Earth, he's all he's not. He's not in scenes with anybody. Yeah. He's either, you know, by himself being filmed or yeah. in some forced perspective shot. Or... Yeah, that's a good point. Is so he's not interacting with anyone. Forced yeah, perspective
4: shots are. In- yeah, he's probably interacting with Albert Pune. Yeah. Yeah. Which, good luck. And there. nobody wants to do that. <laughs> yeah.
1: I did enjoy the one little exchange between the kid and him, where like the kid's just like, "Hey, what's going on? What's about this?" And he's like, "He's like, oh wait, kid. And he's like, is everyone on your planet assholes?" And he's like, "Sometimes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's just, a, it's a, yeah, it's a fun little comeback. Some of them are. <laughs> Sometimes when people are annoying us, yeah. yeah, I don't know,
3: but he it, picks yeah. up on that immediately. It's like this is the second question. To this alien is like, is everyone on your planet an asshole? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway,
1: yeah. Dolman. Dolman." Let's take
0: a break. We have a we have a big second half. Yeah, yeah we, we do. Talks. I need a few minutes to get my list in order. Mm.
4: Shit, get your affairs in order. Yeah,
0: get your affairs in order because we're about
4: to fuck shit
3: up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, welcome back. Hey, hey! Beb- yeah. Second half. Yes. Hey, you know what this half is? The second half. It's the Golden Jocks,
3: motherfuckers.
4: Yes. There I it know, is. I know it's coming, so well. i just sit back and let it happen. Yeah. I hope that had a lot of reverb on it. We always tell Chuck to put reverb and then he never does. <laughs> Chuck never, doesn't know where the reverb it, button it, it, is. never reverb. It usually
3: <laughs> sounds pretty good
1: anyway.
4: So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds good enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's, fine. Yeah,
3: it's, you know.
1: But about... yeah, I mean, we might cover a movie or two that we haven't talked about previously, mm-hmm. only but only I definitely in doing some, so. We
4: did some cramming for final exams yeah, in the did. past. Yeah, we did. Yes, we did. One, One, two, but I think three, I think I only have like
1: two movies that broke into the that I haven't talked about before in okay. my mm-hmm. list in honorable mentions
0: and or top five. I watched six 2016 movies this past weekend so I could flesh out my top ten <laughs> nice. but I only needed the top five and honorable mentions. <laughs> Good so there job. we are. Nice.
3: So uh I guess we'll just go around and uh just talk about our honorable mentions and sure. then we'll do the five four three two one going around thing. So. Okay how do we want to go this how do we want to do mm-hmm. you want to start harlow uh
1: okay go in and name
3: presentation <laughs> order
1: sure yeah i'm just gonna rattle off some honorable mentions and I'll, they're in no particular order whatsoever okay. and i'm just gonna end with the one that i've added to the list since right. i haven't seen it before uh so again no order captain america civil war just making my honorable mentions this year mm-hmm. uh i really liked it it's you know i i recognize that my love for it is wholly based on comic love and not necessarily quality of the movie Okay. Um, because I mean I, I fully admit Winter Soldier is a better movie but there's a huge thing about the crazy airport scene that's just comic awesome for me so I don't care
0: um let's movie, talk about that movie next week can I oh okay, okay. I was, <laughs> but I was just gonna see if I could like piggyback into that and that way I wouldn't mm-hmm. have to say anything about
1: oh well, go ahead yeah. if you have it, yeah 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 uh
0: because yeah. uh, I've because that's one that I watched and it's also in my honorable unmentionables um there was nothing like outstanding that like really grabbed me about Captain America Civil War, except for that airport scene. Mm-hmm. That airport scene was like force feeding me every food I love at the same time, yep. Um, hmm. it, but in all the right ways. Like I loved how they shot that. Uh, Just everything worked for that airport scene, unlike anything else in that movie. Like it just that was the one it's like twenty five minutes long or whatever, but it really yeah, I was mean, the I, one thing yeah. that they nailed. I think I like movie.
1: more about it than that. I mean, like I actually really like Zemo's motivation and character. I mean, I know comic people are like, That's not how he is. And mm-hmm. I don't care. I thought well how they handled it
4: was was quite good. So Yeah. Anyway. And I I'm with you there. Civil Wars on my uh, okay. honorable mentions too. It's kinda like I, I guess, I, aside from the airport scene, I feel like we know what we're getting with Marvel movies at this point, and they're just not going to stray that far from what they're doing. Yeah, and except I could dovetail into my next one, which is Doctor Strange. Okay. Which is kind of
1: wholly unlike every other Marvel movie I've seen. With the exception, I would actually say the thing it plays out closest to is the first Thor movie, which I know it's probably going to, if you haven't seen it, you're gonna be like, and you don't like Thor, you're going to be like, mm. bleh. But like, there's a like, <laughs> hey. bleh. Um, but there's a, <laughs> there's, a <laughs> there's a certain, like, there's a certain level when you hit the, uh, like, the mystic and the astral stuff. You know, like, there's different levels of Marvel Universe. You've got the street-level Netflix movies. You know, you've got the big giant beat ups of the Avengers mm. movies. You've got the kind of, like, the intrigue movie of, like, a Winter Soldier. And then you kind of have that, like, Thor, Doctor Strange, where it's like, we're messing with shit that y'all can't even comprehend. You know, like, mm. we're on a whole different level here. And so, like, there's just something, whole, you know, very entertaining about that that's... Like, it's a whole different level. And I, you know I, know, I know a lot of people didn't like the first Thor movie. I I thought it was like, Brand was like a perfect choice because it's like, it plays off like a Shakespearean mm-hmm. thing. Like, there's family and intrigue and, blah, 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 you know, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: But yeah, yeah, Doctor Strange. Yeah. I wish I had been able to see it. <clears throat> didn't work out.
1: Yeah. Um, I know going down this list so far, if you haven't, if I haven't made you mad before, I might now because it's, uh, again, in no order. Rogue One. Rogue One's in my honorable mentions. Um, <laughs> I liked it. I didn't love it. I mean, I, I can't explain it any more than that. We, we've had our long discussion on it. It's just in my honorable mentions. I still think it's good. I'm not that's I saw 30 plus movies 2016 movies. So to even be on this list is still doing something pretty, something's, pretty something's got to give yeah. you
0: did
4: better than most of us. Yeah.
1: Um, it, moving on uh, Hardcore Henry um, I like I said when I first reviewed that like that is a entirely interesting original take that is Awesome, I think from beginning to start, or from start, beginning to start, from start to <laughs> yes, end. it is beginning to <laughs> start is really good. And I hope that they never, ever, 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 ever do that again. Yep. for an entire movie. I mean, like scenes or whatever are fine. Like they did kind of a similar thing in the brother Scrimsby, but not for the entire fucking movie. Um, like I said, it's like okay, guys, you did that one, move on. I don't need fifty things following Blair Witch. You know, no, yeah, I don't think we're gonna see that. Sure. Fortunately, um. Another one, Lights Out. I I liked it. It's just it's better than it should have been for what it is. Based on a short, it's clever. It's the kind of horror movie you can share with teenagers, and there's not any, you know it's PG thirteen. It's share like,
0: this horror movie with your.
1: Teenagers. I'm saying like it's. I just think it's a, it's a good accessible horror movie, and it's it's creepy in all the right ways without having to be gory or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my final one is a new newcomer to, to the list. Um, I watched the Netflix original movie Spectral over the weekend. Oh yeah. Um. I uh the best way I can sum up Spectral is don't go like if you're going in expecting to see something wholly new and wonderful and amazing, don't. Because like <laughs> it basically completely rips off alien and aliens. But if you're gonna rip two things off, those are damn good ones to do. And so on that count, like but I finally gave in and went, you know what, this is all dumb, but I don't care, it's enjoyable. Okay. And that's the mindset you need to go in with. I will say that for a lot of its dumb premises and pseudoscience, um, at least it plays by its own movie universe rules. Um, like, there, there are just things that simply do not make sense. Like, they start off this. Uh, if you don't know, the movie is essentially about they find ghosts are murdering people, mm-hmm. um, like ghost soldiers or something. And they're, mm-hmm. like, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. And one science guy from DARPA is like, I think I could build a camera to detect them. And so he builds a camera, and he, you know, he can see them. And he's like, "They're over there." And everyone else is like, "What? I can't <laughs> see them. That's great. Um, and they all get murdered. And he's like, "Okay, well, you know what? I think I can turn this camera into a spotlight." It's like, "No, that's that's not a thing that happens." Like, there's not uh-huh. light comes into a camera, it doesn't go out. But when you just go fuck it, I don't care. You just got to reverse the polarity. Yeah, Leslie. exactly. He reversed yep. the coupling, and you know, yep, fired a neutrino pulse or he whatever. And the It was socket. fine. And um, but the thing is, like, once they have this, you know, f- flashlight thing for ghosts, they actually <laughs> they play by their rules like really well. Like there are points where you're like in a, in a found footage movie, you know, you were saying it best, Mackie, Like there are certain times in a lot of found footage movies, it's just like, wait, who's holding the camera here? Yeah. Like they break their own rules. Like it doesn't make sense. Like somebody yeah. should be running away and not pointing it right at whatever thing. Mm-hmm. And this one, it's like when they're running away, the guy is still running with like flashlight behind him. So like it doesn't it keeps its own rules of like, yeah, I can still see the ghost things because he's actually Mm -hmm. thoughtfully running backwards with the (laughs) light behind him. Nice. So like I said, it plays by its own rules. And I mean, it goes full on. Like if you can't pick up the alien likenesses in this movie, you haven't seen aliens. (laughs) Um, But like I said, it's, it's pretty fun and it's on Netflix.
4: That's, that's all my honorable mentions. Cool. All right, Mackie. All right. I guess it's my turn. How about that? Um, (laughs) Honorable mentions. Uh, as I said, Civil War. I I like it. It's solid for what it's doing as a Marvel movie. The airport scene is obviously the standout, but it's just kind of... Eh, like, I... You know, I don't know what I expect from these things anymore. <laughs> you know? And, and it's kind of like... It, it's kind of like a season of a TV show at this point, where it's like certain movies are their big... You know, their season premieres and their season finales, and this feels like... I don't know, like the, the sweeps episode or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's not quite the big deal. Uh, man, in spite of everything telling me I shouldn't, I had so much fun with X-Men Apocalypse because it just feels like this weird throwback superhero movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Like if that mall scene had been in the movie, yeah, that would be at least somewhere on my list. Yeah, yeah.
4: That, that mall scene needed to be in the movie and I still can't believe that they left it out.
0: That was the best short film I've seen this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the, uh, you know,
4: and that's, that's a movie like, you know, much the Quicksilver scene in that one is, yeah, you know, the price of admission for that movie. Yeah.
3: It's, it's in my honorable mentions also. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just continually surprised at how much I like the second trilogy of X-Men movies. Like the first trilogy, I, I really just like, they're, they're, Chintzy. There's something about them where it's just like the effects weren't there X-Men yet. X Men 2 is
1: the only good one. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree I, 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 that
3: of the three, it's the only one that I, I care about more mm-hmm. than the other two. But these, these most recent three are just, I mean, they're great. They're all, they have a different vibe. Each one does.
4: And they're great. Yeah. So it's in my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Also. And uh, speaking of X Men movies, Deadpool. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Deadpool. I could not give a fuck about Deadpool as far as a comic character <laughs> and that movie making me care about it about him and you know it's it's got a lot of heart like way more heart than you are expecting a movie like that to have Mm -hmm. and you kind of end up hating the people you need to hate you end up laughing where you're supposed to be laughing and it's just like that feels like the best possible version of Deadpool that we could have gotten and now with the director leaving and all that you know the guy who was going to make two leaving and bringing on someone else I just I'm afraid for that what's going to happen with the second one.
0: It feels like that movie hit all its marks. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it set out to do this, 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 and this, and this. And it just dutifully ticked them off. And well, I don't say dutifully like it's logged through it, but it, you know, it stepped up to the bad it's to Well, today. it's
4: also, it, it actually had the deck stacked against it from the start. Because Deadpool yeah. as a character is annoying as fuck. Yeah. Like, in the comics and, you know, in the movie, it comes and it off comes. Some, somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that character shouldn't be as endearing as he is in that movie.
3: So they found it's on my list as well. They, they found a very compelling way to make him more human than joke. You know, I mean, they humanized him and a Like I, I think I said when we were talking about it, um, his relationship, like even though they don't spend a lot of time really, you know, selling that relationship. It's believable. Like I totally believe these two people are into each other.
0: Mm-hmm. So they spend yeah. enough time, and they do it in a in a good way that yeah. really, you know, that, that just really gets that that idea over. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. Uh, did you have anything else about Deadpool? Or?
0: No, I, I'll save okay. it for any other time. All right, um,
4: <laughs> that works. <laughs> uh, also, honorable mention. Uh, this is more. A character than the movie, but Charlton Copley in Hardcore Henry is (laughs) might be my favorite character that showed up all year. Like, just everything he's doing in that movie is fucking insane. And it's great. It's (laughs) just great. And I love the premise behind it. Like, the way that they actually make it happen. Yep. Because you're like, wait, that guy's fucking, like, I just watched that guy get shot in the head. And then, like a couple scenes later, he's like, "Oh, hey, buddy, how's it going?" And yeah. You're like, "What the fuck?"
0: I, man, I could not agree more on that. Yeah, that... <sighs> he's he's so good. Yeah, God, why is he so good? He made yeah. Elysium better, and that movie is. But yeah, I, mean... I still need to watch that
4: one. <laughs> sense, that, yeah.
1: His scenes are fucking awesome.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't fook any creatures. Yeah. This <laughs> he didn't fook any creatures. <laughs> no. but uh, yeah, I mean, Harker Henry is kind of like it's a it. It feels, it, I think the first person thing makes it feel like too long of a movie. I think it gets fatiguing, which is why it kind of doesn't quite make my list. But him, I need to recognize him in some way because he's fucking amazing in that Absolutely. movie. Uh, and the last one I have, which almost made the top five, not quite, is Green Room, which is just fucking intense. Yeah. That's all I, 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 I can say. I
1: should have put that in honorable mentions. Like, yeah. that's that's a damn good movie.
4: Yeah, it's a lean machine of just like, God it's it's tense throughout it's it's really great it just doesn't the end of it doesn't quite pay off how no. I was hoping it would it it's it's a realistic ending with how it happens but it's just kind of like uh like you set these guys you set it, you set us up for a lot mm-hmm. more intense and like a lot more fuck yeah ending than we get yeah which I think, is probably I think the only is, reason it doesn't make my top 5
1: my problem is I watch blue rune too and I think that plays better Mm-hmm. Like all, throughout, so like I watched that like the week later, and it was like it kind of tainted my green room experiences. Like this is teal room. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, those yeah. are my honorable mentions.
0: All right, it's my turn. Um, I'm <laughs> just gonna go straight down this list, which is in no particular order. Mm-hmm. Um, Deadpool is also in my uh, honorable unmentionables from everything that I've, and I'm not a comic fan, but from everything that I that the internet has presented me about Deadpool, because I don't really go search it out. Um, I just catch you know catch little bits blowing in the wind here and there. Mm-hmm. But from everything I, I see, there's you know there's this shitload of irreverence and and weirdness to the Deadpool character and smarminess and um. But every once in a while, you there's like four panels of intense human heart and and realism in that character, um, I think they nailed it. I think they absolutely nailed it from everything that, that I've seen. Now, people who are fans of the comic book can say whatever they want. Uh, doesn't really matter to me because I'm not in that world, but everything that I've seen, they just stroke by stroke nailed that character. And the storytelling method I think was, was pretty wonderful, um, in that movie. And it just was really good. um, I really liked it. It didn't make the top five, um, despite how m- m- many nice things I'm saying about it, because it's just as far as a movie goes, it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> it's which is which is kind of feels silly that I've heaped a bunch of praise on it, but it was just
2: no, pretty good. Honorable mentions
0: a big, are good movies. Yeah, it's a big, it's a essentially a big dumb action flick that's just done really well. Yeah. Um, next, London has fallen, and this really only makes it sort of because it's a Has Fallen movie and it's one of the ten that I saw this year. Um, it's a Has Fallen movie. Right.
3: It's the second it's in the dropped. Has Fallen yes, trilogy. That has Fallen
4: cinematic universe. Right.
0: <laughs> um, it is... We call it Has Fallen.
1: The kids are taking it. They, do, they eat so many donuts, they end up looking like Gerard Butler. And then they just fall over a lot. <laughs>
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's, um, it's, it's like Olympus has fallen, only worse. Um, that, yes, that is probably the best way to describe it. That's the only way to describe it. It's, it's just like a half step back from, from Olympus has fallen. Um, I was a lot higher on it, I think when I'd first watched it than now, but it's still, it's still pretty good. Um, you know, it, it's dumb. You could do worse Mm -hmm. for a big dumb action movie by a long stretch. Yes. Um, Speaking of big dumb action movies, next, Captain America Civil War, that 400-minute airport beat-em-up scene <laughs> is awesome. Mm-hmm. The rest of it, I, I, the conflict between Cap and, and uh, Tony Stark seems real dumb. Um, I didn't really feel like the character motivation for like the Sokovia, whatever his name is, dude, I didn't feel like that was all that strong um i can understand how that would be a powerful motivator for a character but it just doesn't i i don't feel like it it sold i I think to me very well no i'm not arguing with you i just think that like it's
1: probably because age of ultron didn't resonate like it should and that movie's plot so heavily depends on it like yeah you know i think it's i mean i think it's a lot better movie than age of ultron but like because H. Ultron, like with time, you're like, you're going, well, actually, there's a lot of dumb and yeah. there's a lot of, you know, and I think like this movie, like basically being like, no, these events are super important and they're going to be key roles of this movie. It's like kind of check out a little bit, maybe.
0: Yeah. And, and also they don't sell like, the so here's, I don't really want to get into this that far, no, no, but the whole, good. like the whole crux of the Sokovia Accords is like, look, the Avengers have made a big mess out of things it's like and and there are like six billion people on the planet who don't realize that they would all be subjugated and murdered had this stuff not happened and there it is a tragedy every time anyone dies but like any one person but things happen sometimes and (laughs) things happen in the pursuit of not letting things get a whole lot of whole lot worse, and I don't want to trivialize death at all, but like, I, it just seems wholly unrealistic that these people that like six billion people on the planet, because I assume there's some dissenters, you know, um, <laughs> are just like, yeah, fucking lock them up. Don't just put those guys in check. They we need to get a hold of them because they've a couple thousand people have died where billions of people would have died so yeah put them in check real quick um, it just seems it seems a little flimsy to me yeah. um, anyhow I pretty good pretty good just not not that good i I <laughs> didn't have a whole lot of expectations going into it and it I guess it kind of met those um, good job yeah uh, next uh, speaking of uh, no expectations Star Trek beyond mm-hmm. um, that was much better than I was expecting it to be. Um, from Star Trek into darkness, uh, going into this, I was like, well, it's going to be a weird, you know, it's going to be a big, crazy action, Star Trek sort of thing. I guess I'll watch it. I I was mildly amused by the, by the first two. (laughs) Um, and turns out I was a little bit wrong. I, um, actually quite enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was more Trek-ish than the previous installations and, um I kind of like it. I was expecting a little bit more um more weird sad about Spock stuff. Um and they they didn't uh they didn't trade that in for a bunch of emotional credits. Um which I which I appreciate. They didn't just like
3: the only thing I thought was weird about that is that no one really I mean they kind of hint at it, but you know, you got this timeline Spock and no one's really saying, hey, old you is dead. You know? I mean, they're talking about Spock like it's a different guy. It there no one's really saying, like, man, that must be rough. You are dead. <laughs> you know? I yeah, mean
0: they don't they don't address it too much. I and I think it's because it's a Separate sure, liney thing, but and I guess they they sort of dealt with that in the first. I guess, but everyone's kind of like, "Oh, you're sad about
3: that, huh? Yeah, I guess he was your buddy, huh? Yeah, your only yeah. other Vulcan friend. Yeah, I know. It's like, no, wait, that's you. You died. <laughs> Old uh, you is dead. Well, yeah. it, it's
4: just it. it, it there it's, could
3: have been it's someone weird. could have addressed. No it's, one knew how to address it, and no one even acts like they knew how to. Ad- it's just I don't
0: know. They were a little bit busy trying to save the. Yes, the, they had a lot going on. The, the Federation. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> um, so, I'm sure they will deal with it in the interstitial episode. Probably, yes. Which is not. not. Um, anyhow, next uh, is Ghostbusters 2016. Um, this one did not... I'm surprised that this one didn't make the top five. Had it... Been good? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm zing. kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, had it been better... Well, duh. Had it been better to make the top five... Um, it, I, I should say, it got knocked out by movies that okay. I saw this weekend, Nothing and that surprised that. me. Um, it's su- the quality of the movies that I that I saw this weekend really surprised me. Um, I still really like Ghostbusters 2016. I think it's a fine film, not hashtag Chuck Fine trademark, um, but better than that. <laughs> I, I think is really, really pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I've kind of softened a bit on it in the last, you know, in the last few months since I've seen it but I still think it was solid and I still think that it got short shrift because people thought people went into it, wanting to hate it. Yeah. Like looking for reasons to dislike it because of their own personal motivations. Right. So I think if you go into that movie with a open mind and heart, it's going to be a lot better than you, better than you think. And now I'll shut up for a few minutes so that Chuck can talk.
3: Oh, all right. Um, okay. So my honorable mentions, two of which we already mentioned, X-Men apocalypse and Deadpool. Um, I watched a bunch of 2016 comedies and some of them were worthy of mentioning as an honorable mention Um, Keanu, which we've talked about previously. And I saw neighbors Two, which I enjoyed neighbors one. This is kind of pretty much on par with that. It's the same. It's the same movie really. Although one thing that kept me from really getting into it, especially in the later moments in that film is that there's some Frankly super illegal shit going on That you should call the cops about and put A stop to and for reasons the Movie just decides like No if we call the cops then the cops will know that we did This other thing so no it's like No dude you should totally call the police they've like Mm -hmm. They Craigslisted all your furniture and (laughs) You know I mean they've done some Creepy illegal shit I mean it's time to put A stop to this Um, but I don't know that that's just A big dumb comedy and it's exactly what you Expect but Mm -hmm. uh, it was enjoyable Um, And then I've got I've got three movies that I don't think we've talked about before we may be talking about shortly. Um, One movie is The Infiltrator, which is a Brian Cranston drug enforcement movie Mm -hmm. undercover thing. I like that movie a lot. The performances are strong. It's interesting. It's one of those period piece undercover do stuff, you know, set to music of the time, that kind of thing. Montage stuff. Uh, the only thing that really, really bothered me about it is that being so soon after Breaking Bad and having Brian Cranston do this kind of duality role, you know, he's got to balance the home life and his undercover drug enforcement mm-hmm. job. That was just like, OK, I just saw a lot of this and it was really good. And it's like. I don't want that to be the only thing he can do, <laughs> you know, yeah. is have to do that role. So it's it's it. His performance was very similar to Breaking Bad, which isn't bad. It's just familiar, and so that was not enough for me to go, wow, this is a great film. It's just it's a very good film. Mm-hmm. Um, Midnight Special, which you were going to go see in the theater at some point. I don't know if yeah. you, did you ever get there. I did not. Okay, um, Midnight Special is something incredible. It's it's an amazing achievement in what it does and it's it's a science fiction movie that is so minimalist like it's like you can have people walk through the room a thousand times while you're watching it and not be able to know what it is you're watching like you have no idea it's a science fiction movie mm-hmm. and I appreciate it I, I liked it a lot it's just it's so minimalist at times where it's just like man there's literally nothing happening like no one's talking no one's moving it's just driving or people looking at each other and it's just like i get it i i get the tone i get the the feel of this thing but man you got to have a little something out like i was kind of just zoning out of it and i'm like man i really like this but i really would like a nap too
1: yeah Um, i I actually started it at the wrong time yeah like i was going to watch that because it was high on my two watch list Mm -hmm. and it was too late at night and i was I will say this, like, right off the bat, and I I like this movie. This is... Some people might think I'm being insulting, but, Mm like, I I was getting a very uh, perfect world. Yes. uh, Kind of. from it, where it's just... There's a lot of driving and, you know, looks and thinking, Mm -hmm. but, like...
3: It's it's one of those movies that kind of hums. It's got, like, this kind of droning quality to it. Like, the soundtrack is just, you know, like, buzzing, you know. It's mm -hmm. just, like... It's just mood and atmosphere, and it's like... If you were fucking wired out of your mind, this would be amazing. But, man, if you even are a tiny bit sleepy it's going to be like man if i could just rest my eyes for a second movie i'll be right back (laughs) um but it's it's really strong and really i recommend everyone see it um and then the last thing on my honorable mentions is the magnificent seven uh the hot denzel washington chris pratt western remake um here's the thing about that movie I think the the pre-credit sequence, the op- like the cold open of that movie, is fucking strong. Like that is just mm-hmm. like, man, my blood let, let's go. Let's murder. Get the seven guys together and let's fucking murder everybody. And then it's like a midsection of
0: slow well, down.
3: It's it's a midsection that's totally familiar. It's just get together all the, the motley crew and everyone's motley in this in the ways that you think they're gonna be. There's really not a big like there's nothing different about the midsection of this movie to really make it stand out in any way. It's just let's go from place to place and get weird let's guy get the band together. Yeah. And it's just like, OK, this is good. Like you're doing a good job with this. But this is just they did it in the Magnuson seven and in a thousand movies since yeah, then.
4: That, that, yeah. That's the thing about it is that story's been told so many times yeah. you need to do something different. Yes. With
3: it. And they don't. It's it's the same kind of thing. It's just the same, like, let's get these crazy guys together and we'll go do a thing. But man, when they get them and they go do the thing, <laughs> holy shit, like this movie, I, I'm sitting there, I'm going, man, this is such a disappointment. And then that kicks in. I'm like, oh, no, it's not.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's how the original Magnificent Seven yeah. is, is. It's very much like a 60s paced movie. And yep. then the last act is like, all right. Yeah. Shit goes down for like 45 minutes. Yeah. But
3: this shit goes down in a way that is modern and good mm-hmm. and in a way that you were just like, fuck, yeah, just fuck, yeah. There is a point where Denzel comes through a door on <laughs> his fucking horse. And I was just like, st- I stood up. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's awesome. He just murdered that guy coming through that door and he's on his horse. Um, that was a good time. <laughs> that's that's uh,
1: is that like a gallop by. Is, that, is I that
0: I don't know. know.
3: It's okay. a, it's a
0: well, no, it's. <laughs> it's it's like it's like a defenestration but not but on a horse mm. through yeah. a, a wall yes like of he like, just explodes out of the wall so, yeah he on co- a horse he co- into a
3: dude yeah. kool-aid man's on a horse yes, yes 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 and it's just like oh my god
0: mounted kool-aid man murders a dude <laughs> yep.
3: and there's no way for him to really see that dude either it was just well timed <laughs> i think there was a window there okay like maybe. there was like
0: it was like a storefront, so it was like a door and a window on either yeah. side, and you probably could have guessed that, Denzel, that guy was you new. Know, yeah, that's
4: of yeah. course. <laughs> Denzel always knows. wrecked that guy. Yeah. And, King and Kong ain't got nothing on him.
3: Special props to Ethan Hawke in this. Um, yeah, real strong. Surprisingly strong. Like, that dude in the last 10 years has taken a bunch of roles where you're just like, I can't nail this guy down. I don't know who or what Ethan Hawke is anymore. Like, mm-hmm.
0: he, for that period of time... I think that plays to his advantage in this. Yes. But, Very much so. But
3: I think, like, for a time, he was just that, you know, Beyond Sunrise guy, and he was just mm-hmm. going to be that guy forever, and then he started doing all these horror movies and, you know, all the yeah. Antoine Fuqua movies, and you're just like, man... Hey, fuck Fuqua, too. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. <laughs> but it's so good. I mean, totally worth watching. Don't listen to me about the midsection of this movie. Just fucking watch this movie. so
0: I'll, I'll touch more I, on I that it's when, coming back when I when it come... Yeah when the man comes around. <laughs> so, all right, we're ready for mm-hmm. proper ones now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Five. Yes. Number
1: number five. <laughs> reverb. Extra reverb. <laughs> I'll put it on there. Uh, that's probably not. But, uh, yeah. Number five for me is Star Trek Beyond. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, we've, we've talked about this movie. I, I think mm-hmm. it's damn strong. It's damn fun. Uh, I really hope, like I said, I've said it before. I really hope Jayla becomes a regular character. I mean, she's awesome. I liked her a lot. And, yeah. Yeah. I want her back. Um, yeah, so, yeah, you do. Yeah, I, I just. <laughs> um, but no, I, I just—it's I, an enjoyable movie, and I, it helped. It helped coming off of into, into darkness, where that you know you had that initial theater of like, yeah, that was good, and then you think about it, it's like, wait, wait a second, <laughs> that's dumb. <laughs> so, but no, I enjoyed it a yeah. lot. We've talked about
4: it. Yeah. I did too. That's my number five. All right, Star Trek Beyond. Yeah, <laughs> I think, honestly, Justin Lin is really going to have to fuck up to not make my top five any given year. He releases a movie at this point, (laughs) because like I talked about last week, it's like when you give him a moment where like, you know, like if you gave him Denzel busting through a wall on a horse, Mm -hmm. you know that he's going to make the best possible version of Denzel busting through a wall on a horse. And that goes for, you know, Star Trek where how do you destroy a fleet of things? All right, here's the best possible way to destroy a fleet of things. Yeah. And that's what he does. You know, that's, I, I think he just knows how to nail all that stuff. And he knows how to work with ensembles and give everybody a good moment or two throughout the movie. And that I just, I really enjoyed it. I think the only real knock on it for me is Idris Elba's character's motivation is kind of like, all right, I guess, but they needed know.
0: to, I think they needed to, to laser in on that a little bit more and kind of explore it a little bit better. Cause they just kind of like, all right, Punch, 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 go! Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I will yeah. say I
1: think that's one thing that they um, they kind of relied on people being full on Star Trek fans because um, yeah. they, they they kind of like did this whole thing where you know you know that he'd been down on that planet for a while and the time period that they were talking about was like World War Three essentially in Star Trek land. Yeah, so like he was fucking like born of war, lived war, and then they were like, war's over, and you know that whole thing of like, yeah. fuck that shit. you yeah. know, I'm gonna. Heart of Darkness, this shit. Yeah, Yeah. there's
4: a lot more to explore there for uh, a soldier who that's the only thing he's good at is being a soldier. Exactly.
0: And they spent nine seconds on it in the end of the movie. Sure. You had Mm -hmm. no idea. Like, the character by itself, up to that point, was was fine. I was fine with he's Mm -hmm. just, you know, doing his, he's just a bad guy for bad guy's sake, whatever. Um, But when they finally do the reveal, I'm like, So? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't I don't give a shit. I don't know why he's so mad, but whatever, he's mad. Okay. It just it just felt I don't know, it just felt a little bit lazy. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. like I, that's a little bit. But harsh, it's still but it's a really fun movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Despite those quibbles. The scene that yeah. the trouble with there quibbles. The trouble with quibbles. The scene that um the the trailer tried to ruin yeah um, that's a
4: real disappointment yeah but
0: again never watch trailers <laughs> so i only saw part of the trailer mm-hmm. but that works so well yep it's it's set up well and it pays off really well um like at, and you get that chris pine that good kirk smirk mm-hmm in that, <laughs> Kirk-smirk. Kirk-smirk. <laughs> um, in in that scene, and I just think that was like I'm so glad that I didn't see enough of the trailer for that to be mm-hmm. ruined for me because that yep. I'm not. It's not powerful. It's not you know amazing, but God, it feels good. You know, mm-hmm. it just makes you feel nice inside.
4: <laughs> yeah. What was your number five, by the way? Uh,
0: my number five <laughs> is I, I didn't. Sorry, I, no. we were all kind of jumping in on, hey, on Star Trek. I didn't know if you were. It's done, a discussion. But, yeah. But yeah, I'm good. All right. Cool. Uh my number five is the magnificent seven um I put it two spots higher than its than its number um uh, because it definitely deserves to to be up there um it starts strong, the middle is not bad by any stretch of the imagination. I almost wanna lean towards a little like chuck fine it's it's serviceable it's just nothing special. It
1: sounds like you were just saying it was kind of rote. like i we know where this is going like get there yeah. yeah yeah
0: and it actually feels like they hustle through that pretty pretty quick i haven't seen it so um that felt like the fastest part of the movie to me is it just click 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 and i know it's like 400 hours or whatever um <laughs> but it, yeah, it by the way every movie this year is over two hours for some uh-huh. weirdo reason <laughs> not not all of my movies <laughs> okay <Hi>. all right <laughs> um i actually picked some of them that i was watching by uh-huh. by running time um the podcast is getting to me but um it moves along during that middle part and it's fine there's nothing wrong with it they don't they don't fuck anything up there's nothing um untoward about it it's it just it does what it's supposed to be it's a it's a perfectly serviceable middle and then the end is just fucking nuts um (laughs) it's got you know the and I'm always going to make this. This is always going to be the Three Amigos setup for me. It's, you know, at the mm-hmm. uh, group of townspeople that have no fucking idea what they're doing. <laughs> That's okay. <You> yeah. Know. <laughs> it's, it's just because I've sure, seen sure, Three sure. Amigos a yep. hundred million times, I, fair. way more than any other. That's the Western yeah, that influence.
1: all the other retellings of Seven Samurai—that's the one you see the most.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not Bugs uh, Life. Not Galaxy Quest. Nope. Yeah, right. No, yes. I've seen I've seen Three Amigos. Like, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm with you. I've, I've, <laughs> I've seen that yeah. way more than I've seen any of the other ones. Yes. So it's always going to be the Three Amigos setup to <laughs> sure. me, where you know the getting the so towns, like the wind, so so old one, so like the wind. I love um, when people say that. Like some of the Amazon reviews were like, "This is just the Three Amigos."
3: I'm like, "Oh, you, you poor soul."
0: I mean, yes, but only in a, in, in a roundabout way. But I love that Three Amigos, Home Alone sort of you know setup. Yeah. Um, what do you know best? Or straw dogs? <laughs> is is that the other one? Yeah. I can fill yeah. buckets with sand. All right, you go over there and throw buckets <laughs> of sand on yeah. people. What do you do? I play the loot. <laughs> uh, fuck off. Uh, but. Um, I love those setup scenes. It's it's good montaging. Aside from you know plot and, and execution thereof, um, Vincent D'Onofrio real strong and like he doesn't have a huge part, but I really like that he's going for character. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's not just playing like you know just a dude, just a western dude, or just like I'm. Trapper John, I'm gruff Trapper John. He's got... He's got a backstory. Especially, yeah, well, yes. But especially in, like, his vocal affectation, Mm -hmm. he's really, like, put character into that. Yep. Which is way more important, I think, than doing an accent. And, like, Denzel is just Denzel. Strong. Yes. Um, Denzel being Denzel is is good. But Vincent D'Onofrio's character, like... I feel like he worked on that and thought about it. And mm-hmm. so um, I'm sorry. I don't really want to break your thought. No, no, no I, I, I was I,
1: going to throw in something totally 180 fucking Magnus and seven. I just had this weird thought. Like I, you know, Hollywood has no original ideas. So they say we're talking about a remake of a remake of a remake mm-hmm. here. But um, I, if it's going to happen, I want to see, obviously, I mean, I'm hundred percent locked in Vincent D'Onofrio And I would actually say, crazily enough, I'd say in five to ten years, I would also put James Franco. Give me an Apocalypse Now remake. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Because I I think James Franco comes across sort of like a young Martin Sheen, but he needs about five or ten more years of aging, and so does (laughs) DiCaprio to to play Kurtz. Yeah. Yeah. I I can totally see it. Like DiCaprio. I'm not saying remake Apocalypse Now, but if it's inevitably going to happen right at least do it well
3: mm-hmm. Danofrio could do it right now yeah I exactly. don't, he's, he's right. No, I'm he's, saying he's yeah. so probably <laughs> ready
0: <laughs> Danoff up to no good yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's ever been like I don't know if he's ever been necessarily bad but he's getting real good mm-hmm. um yeah. there are a bunch of there are a bunch of like old dudes that are getting fat in my in my top five <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah i like old dudes getting fat yeah uh, just year something ab- yeah. something about these actors like i, I got a few and, old
1: dudes getting fat on my list here too
0: getting portly that that just seems to be uh, working for them and by proxy me i mean john goodman's already like, always been pretty big spoiler alert uh, but that's magnificent seven go on
3: oh okay Fine. Uh, <laughs> um before i say number five i i wanted to say before i Gave my honorable mentions. Um, Nothing I saw came out after the last week of September. Like that was Mm -hmm. apparently the cap of what I was able to see. I didn't see Rogue One and I haven't seen anything that came out since the last weekend of September. So just bear that in mind. Like these are not this like our video game awards. These are my top five favorites of the year. They are Mm -hmm. not all encompassing. Mm -hmm. So um so that being said
0: <laughs> oh that's a, that was a caveat for some like i like the fucking angry yeah. birds Yep, angry birds number five yeah. here it
3: is number five is uh so like i said I'd, I'd seen a bunch of comedies this year fucking <laughs> <laughs> so uh but one comedy seemed to stand out better than the rest and i think it was because of the soundtrack which is amazing for this movie uh the movie's pop star i watched that movie last night like at midnight and was stifling myself from laughing the entire night like these other comedies i'm like okay that's funny yes that's good jokes i appreciate the setups and everything Popstar is fucking amazing like the jokes in that are so they're hitting me like they wrote jokes for me like these jokes are built for my head and apparently that reflected in the box office also because i didn't go see it and no one else did so (laughs) um but man it is it is a really really funny movie it's it to me it is like a good companion piece to walk hard it's got that same kind of vibe to it sure uh to where i could watch them back to back and just be Mm -hmm. totally thrilled um but holy god that soundtrack i've listened to it twice today start to finish is so good i'm I'm humming the most inappropriate songs (laughs) what the
1: fuck is the um one that the the Two Banditos. Jesus. I've listened to that so many fucking times. (laughs) It's not even funny.
4: Well, that's the thing about the Lonely Island guys is they focus on making a good song first Mm -hmm. and then making it funny second. Yeah. And that's why their stuff works. Is they're not just like parodying Justin Bieber songs. They're going, how can we make an awesome Justin Bieber song? Yep. And then then make make it funny as fuck. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that makes sense. And that's exactly how and it's they've done so well it's
3: helpful that they're talented musicians also Mm -hmm. that they can put together the music to where it is comparable to what you would hear on the radio it's just that the lyrics are completely ridiculous and
1: so yeah i I I, liked it better on a second viewing but my problems are like number one i think i had the best joke in the movie spoiled by them actually like appearing on a talk show which i saw a clip of the 30 seconds to mars joke no, that, that was good, but I no the the scene in the limo where he's like, "I'm about this." Oh, oh yes, yeah. okay, <laughs>
2: yes, <laughs> all right, right. Jesus. Uh,
1: but yeah, uh, but that and like hot rod man, hot rod is so um, like, you love hot goddamn rod. fucking flawless hot rod movie.
0: It's is so good. It's <laughs> <is> really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just have a question before we move on. Yeah, go ahead. I I feel like I'm kind of tired slash over Andy Samberg. Um hot takes I'm not trying to make a hot take out of it yeah. I'm, like is this something that I that I think the movie itself
1: is strong actually th- that it is strong enough to here's what's something funny I think that will play in well for the movie because that's kind of what they were going for yeah like they are a thing the three of them they yes. all came up together and he's the one that's fucking famous yeah and they, okay. they
3: and it's kind of the other two like you know like hey um, we were famous too yeah you like, know, we also helped you with your success that kind see of see how much
1: you're it's, dropping off being shitty when you're yeah. we're not helping you <laughs> yeah he's yeah. not the hero of the movie
0: though. No. i just i i just feel like i'm like i've I don't much like him either. Like, Not, not that I not that I hate him. And, I just feel like I'm just kind of over yeah. his style of humor. Um, and that's what I wanted to know, if it's strong enough the movie you know, is to, strong. To, to work. There's
3: there's enough support around him okay. to where... I mean, it's one of those movies where everyone from Saturday
0: Night Live shows up. Yeah. So... I was... When I was browsing through things, I, I found myself going, ugh, Andy Sandberg. But I wanted to... I almost passed it up. Since we're... I'm trying to be better about this shit. Um, <laughs> and... People whose opinions I respect, I kind of wanted to ping yeah. off and see yeah. if it.
4: Uh, I,
1: I think you should give it a watch, and I, sh- yeah. I should give, give it, it a, a shot. Give it a shot, mm-hmm.
4: okay. All right, we on to number. Thank you, Chuck. number four. I'll just, just give us a dramatic us number four, BJ. God damn it, four. There we go. All right, that was with reverb, we'll, we'll, yes. we'll, we'll, uh, we'll punch. I in. put
1: my own in there. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa,
0: whoa.
1: Um. So yeah, my number four, a uh, newcomer to my list altogether. Uh. Hell or Highwater. Hell or Highwater.
3: Hell
0: or <laughs> Highwater. Is question? Hell or Highwater? <laughs> hell or, or, I mean, or Highwater.
1: Um, I like
0: Helen Highwater. She I, grew this, up down the street from
1: me. This movie was like not even on my radar. I don't think I even knew about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were kind of talking about best of stuff in the year. And last week, the chat was like, Hell or Highwater? And I was like, okay. I'm going to go watch this. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, okay. I just, you know, people that come on that strongly, I'm like, all right, fine. Now yeah. Give me your movie. I will watch it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's. It's a damn strong movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's 100% performance based. I mean, what's happening is not particularly anything new. Um, I mean, I feel like it's the kind of plot you've seen since Westerns were invented. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not exactly a Western, but it is. I mean, it's a it's a modern day Western yeah. with modern day sensibilities, but it's it a tale. Good guy, bad guys. Yeah. You know, but it's it's the kind of. Bad guys where you can kinda of see where they're coming from. Yeah. Especially in the Chris Pine character. Um so yeah, I, I didn't even mean to put two Chris Pine movies in a row, but I just realized mm-hmm. I did that. Um but yeah, Ben Foster's really good in it and Jeff Bridges, I mean he's fucking Jeff Bridges. I mean, you give him kind of mumbling, and he's probably gonna be pretty he's, good.
4: He's enjoying doing mumbly characters lately. Yeah. But it it yeah. works
1: in this. <laughs> like I I would rather see him in like doing that in this and true grit instead of like Uh, I'm a monster fighter, kung fu guy. (laughs) You Mm, know, I'm just saying. Like, oh, R.I.P.D. Yeah, whatever that was. (laughs) Yeah. See, I fucking forgot what the hell that movie Uh was. But yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I just it's a it's a damn good movie with top notch performances all around. Um. Yeah, I mean Mm -hmm. Chris Pine's like especially good in it, and Ben Foster is his normal good evil bad guy. No, we're not doing that again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's a joke. (laughs) Yeah. Ben Foster.
1: I was going to say that before I move on. When my catch up movies, I ended up two of the three movies I was able to catch up with. When I didn't do all this catching up, like you guys did, uh-huh. uh, I watched two Ben Foster movies inadvertently. I also watched Warcraft. Oh wow!
3: Didn't <laughs> so. make your list, or is it coming soon? Spoilers? N- n- no. Oh, all right. <laughs> no. I'm just going to go and say <laughs> no. Ah. I canceled that that subscription. Okay.
4: (laughs) What was it? You put it that, uh, Duncan Jones probably shouldn't go any bigger than source code.
1: Yeah. Source code is like as big as Duncan Jones, I think should make a movie. Like, Mm -hmm. and I mean, that's, that's a high, that's a, I mean, both that and moon are like high concept movies.
0: Well, he's working on mute. So we'll have a golden jocks to give him next year. I hope so. Yeah. (laughs) Or we just won't say anything about
4: it. I get it. Mm. All right. Uh, you done? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. You done? <laughs> well, <laughs> hurry up. I don't want to cut him off. I know. I'm but just... uh, my number four is Joshin. The Vitch. Oh, The Vitch. The, Vitch. the Vitch. <laughs> Uh Yeah, that, that's a movie that still sticks with me as far as especially where it ends up by the end of it. But I don't think any movie had more atmosphere to it than this one did. Um, and I just, I really think that the filmmaking in this is aside from my number one is probably the best like pure filmmaking of the year that I saw as far as how, you know, the performance of the director got out of his actors, how everything was paced, just how everything was framed and shot. Just it's an, it's a gorgeous, ugly movie. If that makes any sense, like it is a shitty, shitty world that these people are in, but <sighs> they, the way it's shot makes it look amazing.
1: Yeah. Probably like revident. You know, it's like, everything is about there is like, I don't want to be anywhere in this movie, but damn, it looks good on
4: (laughs) right now. It's it's kind of like that, but it's it's hard to explain. But it's it's a movie that also it's so gray that it almost comes off as like a black and white movie. Hmm. But obviously it's not because there's enough color there and certain scenes.
3: There's some color. Yeah. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Yeah. But that's a movie that'll stick with you. That's for sure.
3: And it stuck with you.
4: It has. Mm-hmm. I, I gave it four and a half stars, and I. It's one of those that I'm pretty sure if I watched it again tomorrow, I'd probably give it five stars.
3: That's the best kind of movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. I want to rewind real quick and just just drop in one little quibble about Magnificent Seven, if I could. <laughs> sure. Um, it's just something that you you said the something less like than stellar Seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The maybe six and a half. Uh-huh. I'm not sure. Um, the only quibble that I. Er, Well, there's probably some others, but one of the biggest quibbles that I had with Magnificent Seven is it doesn't look like a Western to me. There's something about it like the aspect ratio is off, like it needs to be one of those, you know, much wider.
3: It looks like a modern movie trying to make
0: a Western. uh, At least 235 for a Western. It's just, it's rules. Whatever you say, boss. Um, I... I say that because I no, don't I mean, know what's
1: what... That's about as widescreen as we go these days. Yeah. But, like, How the okay. Westwood was one was, like, three to one. I mean, it's... It's funny. not as
0: sprawling as it yeah, should be. Yeah, it doesn't feel yeah. like it... And the color maybe is a little bit too... Brown. No. <laughs> no, it's like, it's... In some ways, it's a little too rich. In other yeah. ways, it's just... It's... Mm. Uh, maybe it's just lacking a little, you know, uh, yeah. a, a good splash of color, but there... Uh, minor quibble, it just doesn't look like it, like... In those scenes where they're riding out on the plains, it it looks cramped. I guess you could say. Like, I expect to see all of California or Nevada in the background or or whatever. Yeah. Um. Anyhow. So you still just great. you just rated a five out of seven. Yes. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. Your <laughs> actual rated. number four. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, so number four mm-hmm. uh, on my list is Ten Cloverfield Lane. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't um, oh, I just—that's a movie that came out this year. <laughs> yeah, it—it's one that kind of tried to sneak by, um and I honestly, I—I I wouldn't have stopped on it if I hadn't like I knew John Goodman was in it, but I saw Mary as uh, mm-hmm. can't even say her name. She's wonderful. Ramona Flowers. Ramona Flowers. Yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Um, and I was like, oh hey, Ramona Flowers is in this. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe I'll give it a shot. It's kind of a swift movie. Um. I think vaguely recall it being, you know, well, it's not, not nine long. hours long. Yeah. Um, but damn, am I glad that I stopped. That movie is real strong. Um, John Goodman is magnificently creepy in all the right ways. God, that guy just never sucks. Um, and this is an excellent mm, performance. I I just watched Flintstones. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, Mostly never.
3: Ninety-five percent of the time, he's on. Yeah. Maybe
0: that's maybe that's the movie's fault, not John Goodman's I think, fault. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't blame John Goodman. Okay. He's a, he's a good man. He's a good man. He is. Um, he's thorough. He's a great man, in, man. man. <laughs> uh, as far as his performance in this movie. Um, but it is tense and claustrophobic. I feel like it's paced really well. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is is really good. The other guy in this movie, the dude from the newsroom, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I thought he was really good. There are a couple moments where, you know, where shit just gets real, real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and those took me by complete surprise, and I, or complete surprise, and I was just like sitting there, shocked on my couch, like, oh my god, that happened! Holy shit! <laughs> uh, uh, well, what now? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, just in general creeped out that that they have a – they do a really good job of making you feel cramped um, and keeping things unsure for a long, long time. Yeah. And then even weirder shit happens. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'll buy it. I want to see the next one. Yeah. Or – Whatever else happens after you know after this movie, like I, I'm very glad I watched it. Some really excellent performances. Um, it's nothing to speak of necessarily visually, except for they do a good job of making you feel like you're locked in an underground vault thing with John Goodman for two hours, um, with creepy ass crazy John Goodman for yep. two hours, um, and he has some real good like edge of sanity moments mm-hmm. in in this that just are played really well i i just thought it was uh, excellent performances from both ramona flowers and fred flintstone
2: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> um my number four is star trek beyond we've all talked about star trek beyond it's
1: a great movie um that's my number four <laughs> there we go that was a it was very uh you know that was efficient I well
3: you know we've talked about it in recent weeks and a bunch on the yeah. show already so okay. i can't add anything else to it
4: all right three and just okay I I totally ruined your reverb, but uh, just tagging on to um, Star Trek Beyond and Justin Lin. Yeah. Okay. There might be a chance he won't make my top five. Hot Wheels. Space Jam 2. Oh, Space Jam 2. Attached to direct Space Jam 2 at some point.
1: He might knock the fucking roof off Space Jam 2. Yeah. You never know. What if it's really good? Oh, does that, you know Is, what? is it going to have LeBron in it? Yes. Oh, so no, you're automatically going to hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Nah, Fair he was
4: all right in train wreck. What if they okay.
3: kill him off, like, in the first five minutes?
1: <laughs> hey, psycho, that shit. <laughs> yeah. Here's LeBron James. Nope. Number one movie of 2017, Space Jam 2. <laughs> 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 all
0: right. And if they also kill Shaq, then it'll be Mackie's favorite movie oh, of all time. Oh, my God. You uh, won't, won't even leave the theater. It'll uh, just, just watch it forever his pants on. They'll
4: have LCD <laughs> screens mounted.
0: Uh, no, you have no comprehension of how happy that would make me.
4: Says the man just, in the magic hat. Yeah, just have the fucking general from those commercials come out and murder Shaq. <laughs> that would be the best. What? That's Any what he does. He does the general insurance commercials now.
0: Oh, d- oh, he does? Yeah. Okay. He's mm. like, oh, yeah, buy some general insurance. I'm Shaq.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you can protect your yeah. Shaq. <laughs> I don't need insurance, but you do. So get the cheapest possible Careful, insurance. you're getting into
0: Dikembe Mutombo. There. <laughs> and I will Trust brook me. no dissent against Dikembe. Oh, no. Mm-hmm.
4: Dikembe's awesome. He sounds like Cookie Monster.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, speaking of anyway, monsters, yeah. so, no, on to, number, three, on three, number three number three, for me, you just talked about it, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Ah, uh, that is a damn, damn, good answer, good damn answer, strong movie. Um, I think, honestly, I think the only reason it's not higher is I'm not sure I was 100% on board with where it goes at the end. I'm like 75 to 80% on board with where it goes. That's fair. Like. fair you know, in the very, very end. Um, but everything leading... It's at- a bold choice, Cotton. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I would liken it like this. I, I've talked about in the past. Like, the first 75, probably even 90% of Dark City is one of my favorite movies of all time. And the last 10% is the worst goddamn thing <laughs> in the world. Thus, ruining the movie for me altogether. Mm-hmm. This doesn't do that. i just saying, like, it kind of 180s so much that I'm like, all right, but... Not to its complete detriment. Still, like, number three for me of the year. So, 10 Cloverfield Lane.
4: All right. Uh, <clears throat> my number three is what we haven't talked about yet. Uh, or at least I haven't. The Nice Guys. Shane Black. You know what you said about, like, all the jokes were designed for you? Mm-hmm. That's how Shane Black movies feel for me. Yep. It's like, I'd love to be in Shane Black's head for a day or two. Just him. to hear the pithy comebacks he has to literally <laughs> everything everyone says to him all day long. Yeah. Because that is, that it, like, as far as dialogue goes, that guy just, he fucking nails it every time when he, everything he writes, I'm like, all right, you got me. You you, you got me. And I think his problem becomes plotting mm-hmm. because the plot of this gets so tangled and weird and, like, you, you're just like, I don't know what the fuck's happening or why this is happening, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. You know?
0: I, I bet he's one of those guys that doesn't have the comeback right away. But, like, 20 minutes later, the oh, yeah, earth-shattering got... comeback yeah. happens. And he has a little notepad And he writes it down. <laughs> like he he yeah, absolutely writes it down. And he's yeah. like, I'll just I'll put it in the movie. I'll put it in the movie.
4: Because, God, like... It, Snappy dialogue. It, yeah, it doesn't go more than, like, three minutes without something that makes me chuckle. Mm-hmm. Watching that movie. And, uh, yeah, I just... I guess... Chuck and I talked about it a little bit earlier today, but of course the first entry for trivia in IMDb is that it was supposed to be a TV show pilot that didn't get picked up so they oh, made it made into a movie. Motherfucker. And yeah, because it has that feeling at the end where it just kind of ends and it's like, "Well, here's where we could go from here." And it's like, "See you next time." <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, you're right. It does feel like it yeah. does feel like they left it off like I mean, it
4: it feels incomplete. Almost like you get to the end and it's kind of like, yeah, we had an adventure. Yeah. Right. It didn't work out, but we're, we're had a good time. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, that fits with the whole, like we're trying to do a Rockford files type thing by the end of it. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's just strange um, that it's a movie that feels like it has a hundred percent of the things I want in a movie. And yet I don't love it. And I'm not sure why, Mm -hmm. because like, man, Fat Russell Crowe. I fucking love Fat Russell Crowe. <laughs> fat Russell Crowe is awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, he's going to name his first son Fat Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: Yeah, I, I might. You should really Maybe watch
3: actually.
4: Man of Steel. Is there more Fat Russell Crowe in that too? Yes. Yeah. Super don't, fat Russell Crowe. Don't wish Russell that on Crow. anyone, Chuck.
3: But he likes fat Russell Crowe, and there's, there's good fat Russell Crowe yeah. in Man of Steel. I think you can find better fat Russell yeah. Crowe. I there. don't know, but right. he's some of the strongest points of Man of Steel. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but yeah, I enjoy it. I just kind of... I hate to say it, but I think I wish that movie didn't have the daughter in it. Unlike Iron Man Agreed. 3, where I was totally cool with that kid tagging along throughout who yeah. shows up in the first five minutes of that movie. Yeah. Of this movie. um, Like, the daughter... Kinda does it there's a lot of times she works, like especially when they take her to the party that's mm-hmm. at a porn you know a porn producer's house, yeah and but so much of it is like just send the kid anywhere else but here, well,
0: the kid finds her way back.
4: Yeah, yeah, I know. She would find a way I, back. I, I know.
0: There are some bad parenting that, choices, made. Yeah. That, <laughs> but, that particular child, not just any child. Right, that yeah. child yes. is.
4: But I, I genuinely think the scene with the elevator is one of the is is the funniest <laughs> thing I saw all year.
0: That made me laugh just, out loud. Yeah.
4: yeah, just the way they handle the entirety of when they talk to the guy in the bar, and they're like, "Where did like where did he go? Did he go on the elevator? Did you see him go on the elevator?" And he's like. <laughs> No, a wise old Indian told me about it, and then everything from that point forward to when they go, they go up and then they're, and they and the way they come back down is the funniest thing I've seen all year.
0: That yep. that airport but, hotel bar scene is magnificent. Yeah, yep. but just we just, can do the hard. Okay, the harder way. I guess we can do it the harder way. Yeah. We're already doing it a hard way. Yeah,
4: yeah. But that that movie's great. I just I there's something missing there and I'm not sure what it is. But I mean, still, it's my number three of the year, so yeah, it's strong.
0: Yes. Hey, Mackie. High five. Number three? <laughs> number three, the nice guy. There you nice. go. Um, nice. <laughs> um, also coming in at number 69. Nice. Um, Gross. I pretty much agree with you 100% on that. Um, th- I finished that movie and I thought to myself, self, <laughs> <laughs> this movie is so close to being like instant classic, like people are going Mm -hmm. to be quoting this movie for hundreds of thousands of years. Mm -hmm. Like this is going to be one of those, one of those movies that everybody's like, Oh, that's my favorite movie is the nice guys. It's gotta be nice guys. Right. Um, It is so close to that. So close to that. And I don't know what's missing. I can't figure it out. Maybe it's the daughter felt out of place at, at certain points. Um, maybe it just doesn't flow well enough, but there are so many fucking hilarious moments in that movie. Fat Russell Crowe is just the best thing in the world. Um, I love the interplay between uh, Gosling and Fat Russell Crowe. Um, I'm sorry, Fat Russell Crowe, for calling you Fat Russell Crowe all the time. You. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine because it I will know be you will, but- magnificent. <laughs> I, I think um, he was
1: fighting people long before he was fat, too. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So fighting he's around the world. Now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I might have a chance to run away from him, um, but no. That everything about that movie seems so good, with a little bit of the exception of that daughter that just feels like she almost feels like a lazy plot device from from time to time. Mm. Like they just they have her along just so that they can hinge the plot on her a couple times, but that that's okay. I still really like it. And that movie still does some really just silly things that are, that are hilarious. There are a couple things that are just a surprise out of nowhere in the same way that, um, 10 Cloverfield lane has a, you know, has a little surprise out of nowhere. Uh, you're like, Oh, Oh, uh, okay. All right. You did that. All right. Mm-hmm. Go right ahead. Move along. <laughs> um, Please come in and have tea. Uh, it just works so well. Um, yeah, I know it's a little bit like it's a little bit messy plot wise, and that may be part of it. Uh, part of what what keeps it from being, you know, an instant classic. But I do think people. I don't know. Are people sleeping on this movie? I haven't heard a whole lot about it.
4: Its fans are pretty vocal.
0: Okay, but I think a lot of people
4: still need to discover it. Kind of. Yeah.
0: Yeah, watch watch the Nice Guys. It's really, really It'll fucking be
1: funny. Just like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, where like three or four years later, people are like, "Holy shit, did you see this movie?" Yeah, mm-hmm. and, yeah,
0: and we'll be ahead of the curve, yay! Because I stopped by it and I was like, "Hey, I like Fat Russell Crowe." Click, <laughs> yep. Guys, uh, my number three is a movie
3: called The Nice Guys. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, I guess I'm the one that fucked it up (laughs) yeah you did (laughs) so everything we've said you know those are those are valid reasons I I really I don't want to make this comparison but go with me on this because I'm not saying tonally it's like the big Lebowski it's not it has a certain vibe to it in that it's that kind of like detectivey kind of thing in a story that doesn't make a lot of sense like every time I watch the big Lebowski I'm always like wait, how does this resolve itself? And then at the end I'm like, oh, right, that's right, that, okay. I always forget, like, what the hell happens in The Big Lebowski? Like, the jokes I remember, but the plot is always just like, what? How is, I don't, how do we get to the end yeah. of this? And then you get to the end, you're like, oh, that's right. So this, for me, is gonna be that movie of, over time, I'm gonna remember all the jokes and watch it for the jokes and the interactions, and just be like, man, this plot, I don't know where this goes. Oh, right, that's where it goes. Does that make sense? I don't know. Eh. Yeah. Um, Nailed it. Good, good job, John. So, I I always appreciate a movie where quote unquote serious actors are playing kind of goofy, but not like super goofy, but you know, like George Clooney and Coen brother movies like he's he's just slightly he's he's smart enough to make fun of himself without looking like a total idiot and that's what these two are doing here and i just so
1: totally appreciate it mm-hmm. um I'm like you know someone like johnny depp and like mordecai or anything with no no Smith. no i don't want to talk about no, no, i'm either. saying i'm, I'm <laughs> saying like someone doing it poorly yes oh like, yes yes oh, like, like johnny depp the, in yeah. yoga
3: hosers right. which is a garbage movie um <laughs> i'm just saying someone yes. who doesn't carry oh, yeah absolutely themselves well at all yes um i the uh, thing that maybe rub me the wrong way about this and in addition to the plot being kind of weird and all the things we've talked about is that and Mackie and I were talking about this earlier is that there's a there's a strange bit of violence in this movie towards characters who are just in the background minding their own business mm-hmm. like people getting shot and probably dead for no reason than just living like across the street from Russell Crowe at one point or something like and the movie never addresses it you just see someone die and it's never brought up. It's well, yeah, like there's, there's this deadly murder spree happening yeah. all around this movie and no one is mentioning it until it's kind of a throwaway joke at the end. But I don't think that's worth it. And mm-hmm. I I guess like a movie that keeps hitting you with joke after joke after joke, not jokes, but, you know, like whimsy, I guess um, to keep doing it so soon after someone dies horribly who had no reason to die kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Not enough to where I turned on the movie ever at all, but just like. Hey, maybe stop killing background characters for no reason. Yeah. It's not necessarily funny. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing there. It doesn't there.
4: help anything. Plot no, wise. no. It's, it's like it never like...
3: pops up like these bodies don't pile up. And then all of a sudden that solves the case or something. It's... Yeah. You
4: got to wonder, like, because I mean, because it's so gratuitous. Yeah. Like there's there must have been some intentional thing that yeah. Shane Black was going for. But I don't know what that is.
0: Right. It just feels like a weird running gag. Like... A little. But it's like it never pays off either. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah, unlike the Nixon thing, which pays off. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah,
3: you're right. So that's all of our number threes except mm-hmm. for Harlow.
4: Yeah, sorry about that. That's okay. So. so.
1: Two. Yeah, I'm I'm about to fuck some shit up. Are you? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, shit. Nice guys. No, no, no. No, no I'm not. <laughs> Actually, um, it was not in any of your top fives, but it is very high on mine. My number two is Deadpool. Oh, um, all right. I've, How do you know it? Well, when, I've watched that... I've watched that more times in, like, this year alone than, like, I normally ever do with a movie, mm-hmm. and, like, I I hesitate to say this because, you, you know, I've well-stated my love for certain, you know, nocturnal flying creature beginning movies, um, but, like, this might be the most perfect superhero movie ever made to me, mm. um, like cuz it, it to me it just it hits on all the right notes like it it's sincere it's funny it's goofy it pokes fun at the genre it kind of does everything and it never feels it, it like like it feels almost like a parody of superhero movies without like going into like airplane territory or something stupid like that right. it's
3: it's not it, a meet the spartans right yeah i mean
1: it, it to me it just it came like exactly at the right time you know like you know, if, if Deadpool had come out two years earlier, I think people would still be like, Hey, these are sacred things. You can't make fun of superhero <laughs> movies. You know, it just, to me, I think it came like right at the exact mm. right time of superhero movie fatigue. Right. And man, like just the, the through line of heart in that movie to me is just utterly amazing. Like our repeat viewings, like I, you know, the, the line that Marina backer says at the end is just like to wrap that shit up. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. And yeah, I, 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 I wrestle with this list because like I you know I feel like I should have put better films up on my list, but fuck it, I love Deadpool like, and there's only one movie I love more.
4: So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number two is Rogue One, a Star Wars story. <laughs> um, you know, we we talked about it a ton. It's it it reminds me a bit of uh, Joss Whedon's Avengers, where like. I can complain about stuff that happens in the first and second acts. But once the third act kicks in, it's kind of like, yep, this is everything I wanted. This is everything I could have possibly wanted out of this movie. And I don't care about the other stuff. Like, and that's, you know, that's how I felt about Avengers. And that's kind of how I feel about this one, where it's just like, all right, you've just, you're overwhelming me with awesome so much in the end of this movie that everything else is kind of like, all right, I'll let that slide. And yeah, I, I, you know star wars is my thing like, like it will always be my thing i think it you know even through the prequels all of that like it would take such a streak of terrible movies for star wars to no longer be my thing
0: three it's that's how strong it is that three movies still yeah. didn't turn well, you off well,
4: at least at least with the prequels they got
1: in my opinion they got better i know people can argue yeah. all day long sure. but like Phantom Menace was the worst, and to me, they went up. I
4: yeah, I and I agree with that. Yeah. But you know, it, Rogue One is just it's it doesn't have the it doesn't have the crawl at the beginning. It doesn't have the wipes. It you know it just it's not doing any of that stuff. It
0: mm-hmm. Doesn't have the music.
4: Yeah, it, the music isn't quite right. But there's a part where I just don't care because everything else is so
0: good. Well, I mean, to be fair to that stuff, they did that purposefully. Yeah. To set it apart from you know from the main thread stories, mm-hmm. so it's like it's like if you consider like the Avengers movies as the main story arcs of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then all the rest of the stuff is side story, you know it mm-hmm. just I know that's a really like I'm just tumbling out into space with that analogy, but <laughs> um,
4: yeah, but I guess the only reason it feels like a side story is it's not a Skywalker story. You know, because all, all the all the main numbered ones are Skywalker stories, and this one is not. Right. But it's so integral to everything else that it feels odd being labeled as a side story to me. Well, you say that, but we don't know where we don't know where the new trilogy is going, except that we probably do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I mean, mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah. Um, no, I don't want to. But no, but that that's step on any. I I love it. It's number two. I don't love it quite as much as the number one.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Hey, guess what? High five.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Good job, BJ.
0: (laughs) I I don't think we ever nail it like, nope. Nail it like that. Um, Rogue One is my number two. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved it. The amount of time I spent sitting in that theater, just giddy as fuck. Just enjoying the hell out of a Star Wars movie. Um, and the amount of time I spent emotional in there, like, it it worked so well for me. I know people have problems with it, but I don't have those problems that other people seem to have. Um, everything worked really well for me. And fuck, yes, Y-Wings. So many Y-Wings. <laughs> um, it always
1: goes back to the Y-Wings.
0: It always does. They are, th- th- in, this, in this modern and pre, you know, and pre-galactic civil war era, uh, Y-wings are kind of the forgotten heroes and they don't, they don't get their due except in, in Rogue One. Um, Uh, They burn for short, for a short time, but they burn bright. They do. (laughs) Um, You know, gold leader, they had uh, my uh, personal Y-wing hero, Dutch Vander in, uh, in uh, as gold leader. And
1: is that, is that where you like look at things just slightly off to the side? Dutch bander, yes, yes.
0: <laughs> but no, like, I, I really am a huge sucker for Y-Wings, and it's it's dumb, but it's they're much for the same reason that I'm a huge sucker for the A-10. Um, in actual, real life, uh, they're the, you know, they're workhorses and they're big, ugly, stupid-looking, they should...
1: Oh, so like Fat Russell Crowe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the,
0: well, no, Fat Russell Crowe, I, I don't know. Okay. But there's no reason that, like, that they should... They should be as, you know, as great as they are yet, despite all of, you know, despite all the things they have going against them, they have managed to have a lot going for them. Anyhow, that's a small Y-Wing, Y-Wing rant aside. Um, it starts Pay off. Pay for you by your local wing <laughs> <Right>. Support Y-Wings. <laughs> <laughs> buy, w- buy Y-Wing bonds. <laughs> right. Buy Wings. Um, <laughs> that's Boo. a completely different thing. Boo. Um the last like 45 minutes of space battle in in rogue one are just astonishingly good um there are like we i got some feedback from from one of my friends who listens to the show and was like i really couldn't stand the rogue one bashing in in the podcast and i was like what but we really we really really like that movie mm-hmm. we just there are there are some things to nitpick and i've nitpicked them and i'm done uh, I'm letting it stand on its own. Yeah. yeah, I totally want to watch it again now, not in 3D. Yeah, I, I really honestly like that like that and, movie a lot.
4: And sometimes we just need to get it out of our system.
0: Yeah, yeah. It it we're Star Wars fans, and we've earned the right to nitpick some shit. <laughs> yeah, we, um, I've fucking been there, man. Yeah, we we have been saddled with mediocrity, and we're not used to, you know. <laughs> We've been slapped around for three movies, and we're not used to having, yeah. you know, we've got one good movie we're really nervous about, so they gave us something that we're kind of used to, um, that was familiar, and now this this new thing is a little bit new, we're not sure how to take take it, new things are a little bit scary, so we want to be a little bit standoffish about them, maybe. And also, that thing, there's some, probably some valid complaints about that movie, mm. but overall, fan-fucking-tastic, and it made me feel so good sitting in the theater, watching that, watching a, a another good star wars movie even you know even though the music wasn't the same it had no crawl the transitions weren't there and there so many other things that were kind of unlike a star wars movie it still was very much a star wars movie mm-hmm. and i i loved it number two go <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right team y wing <laughs> over there That's fantastic um Okay, so I'm going to talk about my number two film here, and I need you guys to give me some leeway after I say its title. Pompeii. Uh, oh, two. <laughs> you guys are going to... Your immediate reaction is going to be to be angry. Just hear me out on this. I have explanations, and they are valid. So. Yoga Hosers? No. <laughs> my number two movie of the year is Sully. Okay. Okay? Okay. All I haven't right. seen it, so I don't know. So, here's the thing about that movie. There, There are two distinction as to why i have this so high on my list one is that there is a there's a running theme throughout that film of people in new york this is all taking place over a very short period of time immediately after the the miracle on the hudson the plane Mm -hmm. landing on the water so there are numerous instances of people in new york coming up to tom hanks sully And saying to him, you don't know how much we needed this. You don't know how much the country needed this. A good story. Something that could have been terrible. That didn't go wrong. That, you know, just something amazing happened. Thank you so much. And that hit me, like, at the right time of, like, oh, my God, I need this movie. Like, I needed a movie like this. I needed that kind of, like, hey, you did a good thing. Thank you. You never get anything like that. You don't. And this is just such a simple, understated... Little story of a thing that happened and then the immediately the immediate aftermath of it and the aftermath of it is the um, the safety board investigation of it and the thing about that part that's compelling is that this government agency are just being fucking dicks about this like. Well, you know, you could have done this and that and blah blah blah. You kind of fucked up, Sully, you know, and everyone's like the country's like, "No, you saved everybody. You're a hero." Meanwhile, they're threatening to like take away his wings and all this mm-hmm. shit. And and the movie he shouts these people down with logic and reason and facts, and it works. <laughs> he he gives them this information and they're like, "Well, we'll yeah. see if you're right." And then they do it and they're like, "Oh shit, he's right." hooray uh, and then the movie ends and you're like fuck yeah that's uh, amazing the last known time facts and logic one it's pure fantasy was that, 2011? i mean yeah so you know i mean it just everything about it just hit me at the right time i'm like man this is it's it's well acted it's well made it's you know clanny swood's 105 years old and out of his goddamn mind but he can still put together a movie mm-hmm. and it's good I, my only complaint about it is that they they try to show the crash from several different viewpoints over the course of the film, like from the passengers and from the mm-hmm. cockpit and from like the people who did the rescue on the water. And they didn't shoot enough coverage to make each angle seem distinctive. So they end up using some of the same footage over and over mm. again. That's just a technical flaw. That's just we didn't get enough. Other than that, it's it's such a nice movie. It's just a nice movie. And it was what I needed at that period of time. So Sully. Hey, speaking of nice movies, <laughs> oh, oh.
1: number one. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, it shouldn't be a surprise because it hasn't shown up on my list yet. Uh, the nice guys. Hey. Nice. Yeah. I just. I, I don't think there was like a. With the exception of Deadpool, like there wasn't there wasn't a moment where I just came out of the theater smiling more like than having seen that movie. And I <clears throat> I think I think it's a little bit because I I love Iron Man Three, don't get me wrong, but like it had been eleven years since a proper Shane Black movie, like mm-hmm. you know, like not just I'm hero for hire kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm here to make my movie. Yeah. Um so like that it was just like, Yes, please, like for the love of God, we've been waiting where's your thing, you know. Um so like it it just it was like a little bit of a, like that relief of like man i've been waiting for this and it delivered and fuck yeah i'm i'm super happy and pumped about it um i 100% agree with what you said because i haven't seen it since i saw it in the theater mm-hmm. i'm struggling to put the plot points together in my head right now yeah um but like i remember the moments of the movie and that's you know that's what's important to me right now i mean i probably couldn't I, ha- I can now because I've seen it enough times. I couldn't probably after like two viewings, I couldn't have told you the plot of kiss, kiss, bang, bang. I mean, I could have told you like, well, there's this scene and there's this, but mm-hmm. how did that get okay? Yeah. You know, I, I, over time that got muddied until I watched it enough times. And I just haven't done that yet with nice guys, but I know I will. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean that, that guy gets me. I mean, I, I've continually just listed movies of his among my favorite written movies. Ever, you know, and it just happens that he's a pretty competent director too, you know, mm-hmm. once they mm-hmm. gave him that chance. Um so yeah, it, it to me it's a no-brainer. I feel we we talk to nice guys. Good choice. Yeah.
4: Yeah. All right, my number one is hell or high water. Hmm. Hell um, yes. Which is much like um much like kind of Chuck was saying about like a movie hitting at the right time. Mm-hmm. I feel like this movie got really lucky coming out in 2016 because it is very much, it feels like a thing that says, you know, for lack of a better way of putting it, this is how Trump happened. Like the, everyone in this movie is at the end of their rope. Yeah. And to tell them America's great and it's a wonderful place. They're like, fuck you. It's not. Yeah. We have nothing like, and it shows like the desperation and, and there's just a desperation throughout the entire movie. And there's also that, you know, there's a speech that Chris Pine has near the end where he basically says like, I've been poor all my life and I, you feel it every day. You feel this fear of being poor and I don't want.
1: It's like a, well, you said it's like a sickness that spreads. Yeah. And know? I
4: don't want, I don't want my kids to have that fear for the rest of their lives, mm-hmm. you know, which is kind of, it's, and, and there's also, I mean, it goes a bit too far at certain points, especially like the speech from um, Jeff Bridges' partner, who's part, I believe he says he's Cherokee yes,
1: at some point. Cherokee and Mexican.
4: Yeah, where he says, you know, basically this was our land and then you guys came and took it mm-hmm. and now it was your land and those fuckers took it as he points at a bank, you know, and it's kind of like, all right, we get it. Like, <laughs> we understand that part. But it's interesting also in that like Jeff Bridges – despite being on the complete opposite end of the spectrum from the guys who are robbing the banks, you could easily see that guy voting for Trump because he loves like to rag on the Mexican heritage of his and Indian heritage of his partner nonstop. Even when the guy's like, dude, fuck off. And he just keeps going. Cause he's like, Oh, you like me? Cause I'm a rascal who tells it like it is, you know? And it's kind of like, you know, and it's, it's sorta of funny, but you're like, No, yeah. that guy fucking hates it. Yeah. And it, he hates you. But do, you have to work with him every day.
1: I do love the lie where he's like, you know, I'm half Mexican, right? And he's
4: like, I'll get to the Mexican thing, but I'm done yeah. with the Indian insults. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. God. It just it's yeah. yeah. And it's structure, it feels like one of those like a book that was adapted to a movie. Because it's got a very much like especially towards the end of the movie, it's got a very no country for old men vibe where it feels like it wraps up in a similar way where it kind of feels pointless. But then when you think about it more, it's like that stuff at the end was the point of the movie. And um, I like, I just, you know, and then I've even mentioned Ben Foster who like give Ben Foster a piece of shit to play. And he's going to be the best possible piece of shit you've ever seen in a movie. Gleefully. So yeah. <laughs> and there's just, it's, it's a movie that feels so real to me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a scene where basically someone snipes someone else and the reaction that he has after doing it feels like one of the most realistic things I've ever seen in a movie. Like this weird mix of like adrenaline, like, yes, I just did this, but also holy fuck, I just did that. And like this really weird, realistic reaction that they stick with for maybe longer than they should, but it feels right. Mm -hmm. It just, it, I think it's a phenomenal movie and I think like coming out this year was the best possible thing that could have happened for it. And yeah. And, and also, I mean, it's just, it's a gorgeous movie with a gorgeous soundtrack. I mean, like everything about it works. It's the only movie I gave five stars to this year mm-hmm. and it deserves it. Number one, nice. hell or high water.
0: Y'all ready for the surprise of the podcast? Oh geez.
3: Yoga hosers.
0: No, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm ready. Ready? Yes. Number one. my f- This is my favorite movie of the year. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And this is for very specific reasons. Better than all the rest. Yes. Um, my number one, my favorite, the one that shocked me at how much I liked it was Hardcore Henry. Oh. It, wow. It is. I know people hate it for that first person view, and some people just just can't get over it and i understand that mm-hmm. people are susceptible to motion sickness i didn't watch it in theaters i watched it in my house on a reasonably sized tv um <laughs> and to be frank star trek beyond gave me more motion sickness worse than hardcore henry mm. um for one because i'm you know i'm used to looking at things from a first person perspective and you know head bouncing around play first person shooters all that sure. and for two like the uh, sort of unnatural angles of star trek beyond like spinning into things and mm-hmm. Um, doing some, you know, that crazy camera stuff that, that people like to do, um, which works for, for you know, some things. But anyhow, Hardcore Henry was mainly because of the first-person thing, but it was different. It was surprising. It um, I didn't really know a whole lot about it going into it. Like, I didn't know plot or details. I knew it was first-person. I knew it was gruesome. Um, and... That's about it, but it's a it's an interesting sci-fi movie. Um it's got an interesting concept it It does the thing that we like movies to do, which is when you can when you have a choice between being plausible and being awesome, go awesome every time and you will rarely fail. and it does that um, almost without fail or without without reservation. It just does things. um it does cool shit that looks great. Um, It's stylistic as fuck, even though it's like this dreary Russian or Eastern European like nightmare town Mm -hmm. Um, where I don't remember where it's supposed to take place specifically, but it just looks like, you know, Ukraine, Chechnya, whatever, just bombed out everywhere Um, mixed with some actual really stylistic locations like it's 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 sort of uh, it's like crazily high concept in some ways where it goes to a couple spots that are just fully fleshed out and gorgeous and weird. Mm-hmm. The performances are, for everybody else but Shalto Copley, they are interesting, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, the blonde-haired guy is just wacky. and I,
4: I love that he's an anime villain
0: yeah he is and he's just he's just bizarre and bonkers. They don't bother explaining explaining it at all. They don't try to they don't mess with it. It's just a thing that exists in this universe and they run with it because it's awesome. Um, they just let it go and I love that. Um, the female lead uh, does a great job of doing things similar to um like she's like that video game. Foil, foil, MacGuffin, whatever the proper film term red, is. Red herring. No, that's a throw off. No, the case, she's yeah. the the reason that you go do things. Right, yes, um, she's that guiding, advancing force. Mm. That like it's all, It's very much like a video game. Like we do a lot of positing and actual doing of making video games into movies. Um, this is like a like making a movie like making a movie after a video game, but it has no tie to any, you know, mm-hmm. actual established mm-hmm. um established universe. And that's great. It just feels so it feels frantic and frantic and raw and it's paced really well. You feel like you're going for for a long portion of this movie. And then you get to Charlotte Copley, who is just outstanding. Like he is <laughs> bonkers in all the right ways he like I know it's cleverly cut to you know to hide the transitions between you know between those characters but man that guy has 19 roles in this movie and he just nails every single one of them and they're it a lot of them are s- silly in a fun way that sort of breaks up the the gore and violence it's like i mean it's like a video game that's an hour and a half long and is fairly funny and weird um with just no explanation like it's like you accidentally found the the world's quickest greatest high fidelity video game uh but you sat down to play it and it just it just ran through itself mm-hmm. it's so weird <laughs> like. And it's so directed. It feels like... I have so many feelings about yeah. this and I haven't had a lot of time to process them. Like It's like a little bit of Mirror's Edge and um, a little bit of Borderlands and a little bit of anime and...
4: Mm-hmm. I, 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 I appreciate that so many of the stunts... I don't know how they did them. Like, especially with the cars on the freeway. It's like, I don't know how you guys did this shit. Yeah. Like, you, you either had, like, insane insane stuntmen or you were able to hide it with CG or something. I don't know, but there are so many things in that movie. I'm like, how the fuck did you just do that? Well, comrade in yeah. Ukraine, yeah. stuntmen life is yes, cheap. And, yeah, and then you yeah. have videos of guys just walking along the edge of skyscrapers like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a cartwheel on this crane top. Yeah. Right. Know?
1: If you watch that one video, the guy, it's like the little triangle points and he's just
4: hopping between them. That's like 40 stories up. It's like,
1: yeah, the yeah. fuck's wrong with you, guy? Yeah.
4: <laughs> So yeah, so maybe they just got those guys and were like, all right, you're going to jump from this semi-truck onto a motorcycle that's on the highway. Oh, yeah. Do it.
1: It's cool. No problem. Got it. I do it yesterday, too.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I do for fun on weekends. It's fine. No GoPro. Um,
0: (laughs) But (laughs) how fast? No, that's too slow. (laughs) Faster. (laughs) Motorcycles be going fast, yes? Yes. Uh, uh, 60, 70 kilometers? (laughs) Um, But it's just, I don't know how they shot it. I don't know. Like what they did if they shot it with just some really nice camera that they mounted on some guy's chest or or what exactly you're smiling mm-hmm. like you have an idea No, maybe. I... Okay. It seemed like you were about to you're about to crack that smile that I said just, you had a secret.
4: No, I think they just killed some people and didn't tell us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Must be. The most hardcore of Henry. Yes, right? no. yeah. But I mean, all in all, it like it as soon as it kind of busted out. Of as soon as it kind of eased out of that first four or five minutes that everybody's seen that part of, um, where he's like waking up and the you know foot's going counterclockwise all the way around, Um, as soon as it like just kicks out of that, it is it just blows wide open and is such a fun ride and I did not expect anything at all and it gave me everything it was great i had so much fun watching that like i was astonished and i tried to keep my excitement to i didn't want to get all exuberant and crazy about it on twitter because i didn't want to spoil this moment um of (laughs) telling everyone that it's fucking bonkers great i loved it so much um Anyhow, I've talked way too much this episode in general, so yeah. I'll shut up and, and You're move good, on man. to your number one. No,
3: you watched movies, man. It's yeah. it's
0: awesome. And I'm caffeinated as fuck, so <laughs> uh, Yeah. I can yeah. I can my mouth can keep up with my thoughts. That's so. fantastic. Wait, calf is like caffeinated as fuck. Yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> yes. Oh man, you should go into marketing. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's dope. Okay, um, so I guess I'm last, the final number one mm. of 2016. You're always first in
0: my heart, Chuck. Thank you, appreciate it.
3: Uh, Mackie's going to be very pleased with me. My number one choice is Hell or High Water. Hey,
4: I liked that movie. Uh,
3: yeah, I, I just heard. it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with everything you say. Um, I I also had a, had that running thought during it, like, okay, I get it. I get why someone would vote for Donald Trump based on like this economic situation. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's why he won, but I yeah. get why some people were like, yeah, fuck everything. I'm voting for the guy who's going to yeah. fuck everything. When you up. have
1: nothing, you got nothing to ex- ex- lose. Ex-
3: yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I think the thing that totally won me over about that movie is there are so many what feel like completely real moments in that. And I don't know if they were scripted. I don't know if they, if they were improvised. But every time one would happen, it just left me like... Like I wasn't watching a film necessarily. Like I was watching, just like somehow invading this world. Mm-hmm. There, there's a scene where the two brothers. It's a, it, there's no audio on it. It's just music is being played. It's like dusk, and they're standing out in a field. And they just start roughhousing with each other. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you that was Ben Foster just like, I'm going to fuck with Chris Pine. yeah. Because Chris Pine kind of reacts to it like, you crazy motherfucker. What are you doing to me? And they just kind of tussle around a bit. He
1: gets one hit on him where he's like, you motherfucker. Yeah.
3: (laughs) yeah. And that moment just to me seemed like, wow, that this, I mean, like scripted or not, that is just an amazing moment of, okay, I believe these two people are brothers. Um, Just, I mean, the whole Jeff Bridges, like really just giving it to his partner and then how that changes on a dime at a certain point. It's Mm -hmm. just like, I believe that, you know, I believe this guy is a genuine guy who's an asshole, but probably cares more than most people can bind Mm -hmm. about certain people. Um, And I, I feel like I keep saying this about movies I liked this year, but there's, there's very much a Coen brothers vibe to this. Yes. To the point where I was calling it like a season of Fargo that was taking place in Texas. It, Like when it starts, it's kind of wacky. It's kind of like a Raising Arizona kind of bank robbery kind of thing where it's like, you know, they're doing it wrong and people are like, son, you got a panty on your head, you know, and it's just like, this is silly, goofy. And then by the end, (laughs) 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 but by the end, it's like, oh, man, this is dark. You know, I mean, like it goes places, but the tone is perfect and the soundtrack is perfect. And it's just God. The last scene is just like, So good in terms of What it does like Mm -hmm. I will Not say what it does but the last scene is Just so Perfect yeah it just I think like you and I have been talking About movies this year Mackie where it's just like something About movies just aren't sealing The deal like nothing is just You get to the end and you go oh fuck yes That was fantastic Mm. this one You get to the end and you go oh man Yes it pitch perfect Every note in that movie hits Exactly the way it needs to yeah. It's and, it's got character. It's got just detail. It's got you know they're I, they were going back to the realness thing. Like I could swear some of those restaurants they went into, like the one in particular, like that had to have been a real waitress that they just ran into on set one day who gave that, them the spiel about T-bone steaks. Yeah, oh what God. do you not want? I mean, man, just ah, mm-hmm. that that like that was the only movie this year that when it was over, I was just like, oh yes, that. Thank you.
4: There are just, God, there are so many real conversations that happen in that movie. Like when they're talking about, like when Ben Foster's talking about, yeah, well, the sweet ones, and then you get them in bed and they're crazy. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't know, I never had a sweet one. He's like, yeah. (laughs) And, and, and well, after 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 meeting his ex wife, it's like, yes, just the perfect thing he says. He's like, yeah, well, you always pick the ones that we're looking for somebody to blame. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and, and then he's just like, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: just, that was perfect like I said, it was perfect timing after having met his wife and mm-hmm. she just looked like, Oh, you yeah. mean, you yeah. piece of fuck. I, <laughs> the
3: the people who wrote and directed that have some life experience. I mean, the, mm-hmm. I, they were not just pulling that out of thin air. That has to come from a place. Oh yeah. Like they might have grown up there or they know stories or something, but this is like real earth people. Like, you know, it's the it's not it's not movie characters; these these are actual people, and and the situations that they get into are not perfect in any way, and things go horribly wrong, as they should, but then kind of don't, and mm-hmm. it's 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 just it's life. I mean, it's yeah. there is no neat and tidy ending to any of it. It is
1: just the way life is, and then you go away, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, we'll never know, and then it's like that's life. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll say only t- in my defense of where it is on my list mm-hmm. is um. I I think because of how real it gets, like, I'm not saying like, I I like my movies to have a a bit of fantasy. You know, like that's just, I mean, why I enjoy this better than like, I enjoyed something like No Country for Old Men Mm -hmm. is, I can see both sides. Both sides have a valid point. Yeah. And No Country for old, Old Men is like, here's guys trying to do good. And here's this, fucking evil specter that you have no identification with whatsoever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can never, ever remotely even identify or sympathize or look to him. He's just fucking death incarnate. Yeah. And so like, to me, that takes me out of the movie because it's like, well, you know, this, I can look at both sides and go, yeah, maybe you're going about it wrong, but I see where you're coming from. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So, I, that's why I liked it better. And it is, like I said, it's probably just not higher on my list because at a certain end of the day, I, I, I go to movies for fantasy. And- yeah,
3: and there was a place where... There's there's a late game scene in that movie where shit gets real. Like, to a point where I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I can stick with this because, like, shit just got real and I don't... You know, like, who, what side are you on at this point? Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do here, but I still think it plays out exactly how it needs to. Um, it just... I don't... There's... One of the robberies doesn't go well. And it's like from that moment on, I'm like, oh, man, uh, <laughs> my perspective on what's happening here has changed a bit. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I just yeah. that, that well, movie. Well, when
4: the least realistic thing in your movie is that that beautiful clerk would sleep with Ben Foster. Mm-hmm. You've done pretty well.
3: Yes. Yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> when that's the least realistic thing. Yes. But.
3: But yeah, that's man. That is I'm so glad that I went back to that movie. That movie was not advertised properly. I remember seeing commercials oh, no. for it and just being like, the fuck is
4: that? Is it all action and shootouts and stuff? Not really.
3: It's just kind of goofiness. It, it's mm. none of the realness. It's just like, here's a wacky. Look what Chris Pine's up to this week. You know, it's like, ah. It's,
4: yeah. Uh, and that's the thing is there there <laughs> is humor in that movie. Absolutely. It's just it's that Coen Brothers brand of humor yeah. where it's just like you've gotten to know these characters and you understand the way that they're interacting with each other. Just yes. like the whole thing about Mr. Pib versus Dr. Pepper. Yes. <laughs> oh, man.
1: That's like two lines of dialogue, but it's so fucking perfect. It, like, fits perfectly. Oh, yeah, I was, that's the joke I was going to mention earlier. That's my fucking favorite line of the movie. And, but I didn't want to spoil it if anyone hadn't seen it. It's so good. Yeah. so good. That's, that's like, the best brotherly exchange. Like, mm. that is so something my brother and I would say to each other. Yep.
4: Yeah, it's it's a fantastic movie. Everyone should watch it.
1: Yes, including BJ.
0: Mm-hmm. I right, it's it sounds like I have to watch this movie. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. so pretty it's I, I might watch it when I get home. Is if, it, do we still usually to try play. to
1: come to like the one golden jocks uh, based on no. our rankings? I thought we hadn't. It's
4: only happened because of like Fast Five. We were easily able yeah. to declare. Right, that. I just I thought we
0: like took an average. Like we uh, we nearly have a consensus with this one. I mean... What, me? Or Hell or High Water? I mean, you haven't seen it at all. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just not not with Hell or High Water. I mean, just with this year. I mean, Nice Guys is up there for everybody. I was going to say, I think
3: the Nice Guys is the one we all saw that we all put in the top five.
0: Yeah. Um. Anybody and else
4: have... I mean, I... That's Rogue, the only
0: I one. That I, mean, like, I didn't one see Rogue
3: for, for, One. Yeah. Deadpool yeah. is an honorable mention for right. me.
4: Yeah, I just feel like it was a weird year. Yeah. Because, I mean, I only have one five-star movie. And that's my number one, you know, which, you know,
0: (laughs) a process of elimination. (laughs) Yes. Also, did you see fewer movies this year?
4: I did. Yeah. Like it it was a lot of catch up at the end of the year. Cause normally I make it to the theater a lot more and there's stuff like Dr. Strange and Magnificent seven that my wife and I are like, we're going to see that this weekend. Right. And Mm -hmm. then it just, the next weekend, like, well, we'll have to go see it next weekend. And then it just like, you know, and they were like, yeah. "Oh, the people we're going with, they want to see the accountant." You know, so it's like, <laughs> "All right, well, I guess we're seeing." You gotta the ac- stop
0: going to movies with those people. Yeah, no, nah, it's fine. They're your neighbors, right? You just yeah. with your neighbors. But yeah, I guess I guess so, we're officially
1: naming a golden jocks. Okay, just based on we all saw it. It's all in our top five and yeah. fairly. I mean, high. it's really good. It's oh, really yeah, good. Absolutely,
0: there's no reason to like. I mean, if we had to come to quins- uh, yeah, consensus on any movie, yeah, I'm not like, I'm not like hey, hey, it was
1: my number one. Fuck yeah! I'm just, you know.
0: <laughs> I mean, if we needed to white smoke or black smoke, you know, right. we could, we could yeah. white smoke. Yeah, there'd over. be a new pope. Yeah, be. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> nice guys, it's a new pope. I would have no nice problem pope. with the
1: golden jocks being anything in my top five. Like, I yeah. Adore, oh, yeah, I adore them all. That's why they're there. Yeah. So. Anyway, man, wow. Anyway, jocks are golden. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you made it this far, you know how to get in contact with us. We'll be back yeah. next yeah. week. <laughs> hey, I just,
0: this year was a weird year for me because like I it's been such a bad media year for me mm-hmm. I have just basically retreated from mm-hmm. from so much stuff and I think I'll go into depth uh, on, on some stuff a little bit more next year or not next year but next episode. On... <laughs> you gotta wait till 2018 to yeah. hear from you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Um,
4: but hey write us tell us what your favorite of the year was.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah we want to know. BMF at BMFCast.com or 905 bmf. Yep. Get in touch with us. We want to hear from you. Tell us how we're wrong or we're right. Whatever. No, don't tell us how we're wrong. No, I'd like no, to can. hear it.
3: I can, okay. I can hear
4: yeah, it. Yeah. And I know, all like, right. there's stuff, people can make the case for stuff that we never saw, like The Arrival. Mm-hmm. None of us saw that. So. Well, I
1: saw The Arrival. It came out and said Charlie Sheen in it. It's pretty good. Uh, the other one. Oh, oh Arrival. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, oh Arrival. Right. They're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not, the not, ah, dark and not the remake. <laughs> not the backwards bending knee aliens.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway. yeah. yeah. All right.
0: Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is BAMFcast out.